I'm Scott Weatherly. Welcome to 20th Century Geek. At the far end of the universe, there is a planet ruled by a being of utter evil. And there is only one man who dares challenge him. They are locked in a battle to the death. A battle that will take them across the heavens. Stop him! A battle that will finally be fought. I want them to get down and brought to me! Across the face. Police! Nobody move! Of Earth. I think I'm gonna need some backup. Can you show us the way? Of course. No. Somebody help me! Langella as Skeletor. Only they have the powers to be. Masters of the universe. Live the adventure. Welcome back for joining us and for coming back to the 20th Century Geek alternate commentaries. Um, I'm joined again by... Uh, my good friend, Mike Kennedy. Good friend. It's the first time you've ever said that. Well, in public. In public, yeah. To you, I'll, uh, I'll always whisper it in your ear. <laughs> yes. And other, and other sweet nothings. As you stroke my hair. That's right, yeah. <laughs> and caress. You're a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's more as like weeping to your shoulder. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. We're not going to talk about weeping because this is going to be fun. Uh, we're yeah. going to be doing the alternate commentary for 1987's Masters of the Universe, mm-hmm. uh, starring Dolph Lundgren. Um, How do you pronounce it? Do you pronounce it Lundgren or Lundgren? Uh, Lundgren. Lundgren, yeah. yeah okay. Dolph Lundgren. Frank Langella, Meg Foster, Billy Barty, Courtney Cox. I mean, you know, it's got some good... Uh, well, I can say good. It's got some actors in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it has. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm well, really looking forward to talking about this Meg film. Foster is... Is a hottie. Well, we'll go in more into that when I we will. We lecture will get into with it. Mick Foster as, yeah. as time progresses. Uh, we'll wipe, we'll wipe the saliva off the microphone. Just like that. Um, this is 30 years this Oop. year. This is the 30th anniversary of He-Man. So they should have a 30th anniversary British Blu-ray come out, shouldn't they? They should. Really? They, that's, yeah, that's something we've got to be clear. We've got the Blu-ray edition of this. Uh, you can get it on DVD, but we've got the Blu-ray editions. I've got the German version. I think you've got like, the Danish version. Dan- Danish, yeah, something yeah. like that. So, yeah. You, yeah I still only paid like eight quid for it on Amazon, and they're both. They're both I think I paid about five, six quid. Yeah, yeah so it's still, it's still easily accessible, and I recommend you getting it because actually the Blu-ray looks pretty good, I think. Yeah, and it's a good, it's a good price as well. I think yeah, for a classic film. Yeah. Uh, especially before the remake comes out. Oh, can we move this a little bit across? Yeah, uh, can you still see the TV if you do that? Yeah, or? yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So the remake is coming out 2019. Oh. Yep. Um, they haven't got a director, they haven't got a cast, but they've got a, a release date, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. But that'll be interesting. I think I think I might start, I might audition for it, because, you know, I'm, I'm in the trade, I'm in the industry. And also, as well, I have, you know, when I was watching um, Masters Universe yesterday, I seemed to think, I was like looking in the mirror with Dolph 
Dolph Lundgren's uh... left leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I look exactly like his left leg. Yeah. So if they want a leg double, that's right. That's me. Just, just, just squeeze it up. Just squeeze it up. Squeeze it up. Yeah, yeah. I'd be all right. Um, okay, so we're going to get into this. Um, something I find just wanted to cover. So, just He-Man in general. I mean, because you're a little, old, little bit older than me, not by much older. No. But He-Man was was a big thing when I was a kid. Huge thing for me as well, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the action figures in the He-Man the Master Universe's cartoon. Yeah. Um, the, the, what's really funny about this film, though, this is, this is the reason why I want to say this, this got panned by some critics, hailed by others, right? It's got quite, right. A, quite a split reaction. Roger Ebert called this a, um, a, a Star Wars Conan rip-off. Right. right, okay. I can see, well, she's in Conan, she make Foster's yeah, in yeah, Conan yeah. anyway. Right. Do you know how on the mark he is? The figures, because obviously this was produced by Hasbro. Yes, yeah, yeah. Originally. Oh, Mattel, isn't Mattel? it? Mattel? Possibly Mattel. I think yeah, it was right. Mattel, yeah, yeah. actually. One of those um, yeah. toy companies. They had Conan the Barbarian. It was originally they were going to do Conan the Barbarian figures, but they didn't think they would sell. So they basically got lumped with these figure designs and moulds and were told, go make a mythology. And the guy who did had just seen Star Wars and Star Wars was still pretty big. So they completely hashed off. So he, Roger Ebert's completely right. The Toy hmm. Series is a complete rip, basically from Conan the Barbarian toys and a Star Wars fan who wrote the story. So... Wow, well, that's, that's where that's this pretty, comes from. Okay, yeah, well, you can see that in the film. It's which reflected is, in the film, yeah, yeah. which we'll we'll probably touch yeah. on when we start. So we're sat here, got uh, Metro Golden Mayor uh, trademark in front of us. Great, um, great company. Yeah, yeah. Are we gonna have the. I've just realised if this is the Danish version, this may not have uh, English subtitles. But oh no, 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 it does. Okay. Do you want English? Do you want? Yeah, we we'll get the subtitles up because there's some comments, there's some quotes on this. I think it's worth seeing. Okay, I think uh, we'll on. start playing in a moment. I do think it's a tragedy. It's an absolute tragedy there isn't a Blu-ray version of this available in this country. Yeah, um, I think it might automatically. So we have the Canon, Canon, Canon Films, Canon Films. And that's a whole. That's going to be a podcast in itself one day. Well, it's their highest budget film, wasn't it? It was the. This the, is what killed them. Wasn't yeah. It? They, they, yeah they well, did. this and Robocop, I think. Yes, um, but Canon and Canon's one of those. I can't remember if they're like Israeli or something like that. Came across and just started making loads of films. They're a great company, though. I mean, they, they produced they, some they good films. Just amazing quality films they, they did. Gary Goodard, this is the only film he's produced. As in directed. It's the only film he's directed. Frank Langella. Brilliant actor. Took this role to impress his daughter. Oh, or his son. Or his son, possibly yeah, his child. His son, yeah. Wanted him to, yes, yeah, so he took Skeletor. Didn't know anything about it. Loving the design of Castle, Castle Grayskull. Mm. I, this is what I love about Ace Cartoon. I mean, that's an, that's all painted. I mean, it's, it doesn't look realistic. It looks like the anim- that looks like the animated cartoon. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. Just trying to. Don't know if I if, if I try and put the subtitles on, it might pause it. That's fine. We can talk through it. Masters of the Universe, right? I love, and I, I, I watched this the other day in preparation. This film. Yeah. Um. This film basically steals this. You know, see about Star Wars. Yeah. So you've got Conan the Barbarian's pants, Star Wars things, Superman the movies, opening credits. Yes, it is Superman the movie, and, and the music. The is, music is such a rip. The last, I think, the music was used in the last Starfighter as well, which is another great film. Which, if you haven't seen, that, I have seen uh, not a long time, but uh, yeah, 
it's, it's, I love the opening credits to this. Christina Pickles. Yeah. She's quite hot as well. Meg Foster is Evil Lynn. Evil Lynn. Yeah, the great old Meg Foster. Yeah, yeah. God rest her. Bill Conti. So music by Bill Conti, who did... Um, Bill Conti is... Uh, I'm going to check it. He's I'm quite pretty renowned, sure. isn't he? He's done quite a Bill, few things. Bill Conti, I'm pretty sure, did the Rocky films. Composer. That's pretty go. good. Bill Conti. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 here you go. Yeah, Rocky. Did all the Rocky films, so... Gonna fly now and all the all those good ones, fantastic. British, well, was he? No, no. Oh no, he's American. Yeah, they do go on a bit. That's the problem with these credits like this. David O'Dell, mm-hmm. you see, this is the Superman the movie credits. He wrote Supergirl. Oh, did he? He wrote Supergirl. Yeah, yeah. So he just and writes... Dark Crystal and Dark Crystal, another uh, great film. Love Dark Crystal. Good film. Yeah, we have the Stormtroopers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the, the, you know is it cross between Darth Vader and Star Destroyer commanders? Yeah. Yeah. If you know your if you know your Star Wars, you know what we're talking about. But yeah, I mean these are cliched stormtrooper kind of soldiers. It really is. So is he in Castle Grayskull now? Or, or? Yeah, they've they've taken over Castle Grayskull. So this is Skeletor coming in it. The the great Frank Langella, who probably didn't realise how much makeup he was going to have to God wear. God rest him. God yeah, rest yeah, God him. rest him. Probably did not realise how much. Um, makeup he was going to have to wear when he started taking on this film because he has died recently hasn't he uh, last year I think yeah. yeah he was one of the one of the 2016 cull <laughs> yeah um, I have to say right, so he looks a bit more like Skeletor now yeah a lot more like him <laughs> yeah I have to say in this film one thing I really enjoy is that his, his looking at yeah, Meg Foster. Foster her eyes scare the crap out of me like, they are not contacts that's her actual eyes yes she, she, she is oh. terrifying um, no, the thing I would say is, the costumes and stuff in this are outstanding. Oh, I agree. I think the design. I mean, I'm not saying the quality is is amazing by any stretch, really. But the design, the design is fantastic. I mean, they really do. Right, what are you playing? At? I'm trying to put the sub. No, there's no subtitles in um, English. English, unfortunately. <laughs> That's fine. We'll carry on. I can, okay. remember, I can remember a lot of the lines. Um, yeah, the costume design in this is really quite... They've gone all out. Like They were not messing around, were they? Um, what do you think of Skeletor's face? Um, it's very rubbery. And he's also got two layers of teeth at certain pages, at certain yeah, stages yeah. as well. When you look at his mouth, you can see there's there's teeth underneath, underneath teeth. Yeah. Which is quite interesting. Um, his nose also looks... Mm. It clearly is blacked out. So yeah, you can see his nose underneath it sometimes as well. Yeah, um, so I, find, I do find that quite interesting. But as, as, as an attempt for 1987, well, it's not bad. I mean, you know, when you think, consider that what they were working with is the animated cartoon. That, that mm-hmm. Skeletor was going to be pretty hard to do. Yeah, yeah. And again, here you go. You've got the sorceress who looks like she's pretty much stepped out of uh, Superman the movie. She could come straight off Krypton, I think, with all those crystals on her head and stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, 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 that's she's having an orgasm now. Yeah, yeah. That's some description. That's her <laughs> orgasm face. He, well, so look at his. There you go. That's his, uh, when he gets his boner. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's Meg Foster smiling at me. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's one of the things I love about it. The, the effects in this film are also incredibly 80s. It's it's all lighting effects, and you know, for so many things. I don't understand why he's got fangs. Because he's scary. 
That's why Skeletor has fangs. But he's Skeletor. He's scary. And the thing about Skeletor in this film is that he's got like Skeletor in the, in the He-Man cartoons. Yeah, yeah. It's very different because in the, the he has got a skull face, but his teeth are on the inside. Yeah. You know, well, he's not really a skeleton, is he? He's not is really he, a Skeletor. He, he's he just happens to have a really bad. Um, Skin complexion. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I caught my reflection in the TV. Mr. Then, Dolph Lundgren. This bit. Oh no, no. This bit. I'm not sure. When about. he kicks, you see when yeah, he kicks. Yeah, he kicks. He trips over the hedge. I like that. And he, and on the um, on the rock as well, which is yeah. clearly made of foam. He just kicked it and just moved it back very quickly. This bit. I'm not entirely sure what the hell's going on. Um, this is Orco, isn't it? Well, it's not Orco. No, this was the replacement replace for Orco because they, they couldn't, couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. What is he supposed to be doing? Right. I think he's he's having a wee there. It looks like it, doesn't it? Yeah. Because he jumps out of nowhere, battles all these guys, yeah. gives it a good old-fashioned kick in. And it was true that Mattel said um, that he's not allowed to kill anyone because it would ruin really? ruin the child's, the children's market for marketing the toys and stuff like yeah. that if he turns into killing people. So then they, they had to rewrite it and make the um, make these people robots. But I was going to say, because they are all robots, aren't they? It's mm. clear later on that they're all robots. Um but the, yeah, but the thing is, he says, "Oh, I've been looking for you." But he was literally just stood there, like yeah. looking around. That's the kind of looking I do when my wife asks me to look for something. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's not in here. Can't see it. Um, and there's Teela. Teela and uh, Man's Arms. Like, this is what I say about the costume, right? You see the little thing on his front there. Yeah. That thing with the the great thing. It's almost like a little homage to the to the animated. Mm. Version because he got his head underneath, it, didn't he? And out of all of them, he's the one that looks more like the. Uh, he the, is. The, he's good. I think. You know, the, you know, Billy Barty. I, I don't remember the, the the cape in the He-Man cartoon. But look at this now. This is the worst Legend. worst trap in the world. Look, you can just crawl underneath that. There's a space right there. Yeah, but no, it's not. That's not a trap. That's it was. They were carrying him in it, weren't they? It was yeah, net. but he could get out. He doesn't um, need them to help. He's just being lazy. He's a dwarf. Yeah, yeah. the great Billy Barty though. Who's also dead, isn't he? He is dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he died two thousand something like that. But the, you know. These, um, it's gonna sound really weird, um, but like there were roles like this in the in the eighties and stuff, and you had great actors like you know Billy Barty mm. and, and you know uh, it was it was R two D two, Kenny Baker, Kenny Baker, you know Warwick Davis, all these guys are actually like awesome like time bandits. All this, I don't know why, like, yeah. little people had some great roles back in those days. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah totally. I don't know if the roles are there anymore. No, not really, not really, are they? They because anything's animatronic now. Doesn't mean though. they do like CG or they, like, you know, they yeah, do yeah. It's, it's, it's a real shame, hard. isn't it? Because yeah, I do. Because I think like it makes it a bit of face makeup and stuff. I mean, I have to say, parts of this film feel very um, Jim Henson-ish. Yeah. I don't think they did the special effects, but they feel that way. Like this, this house is. I go. Oh, I tell you what, you're talking Star Wars. This is Yoda's. This is Yoda's layer, yeah, this totally. Is Yoda's, yeah. Um, One thing I like about this, though, is the fact of like Teela, mm. uh, is the fact she's clearly wearing a thong because she's got that leather strap going right up the the, oh, the, yeah, the yeah, bottom yeah. of the She is wearing the most sort of like uncomfortable looking costume. Well, this, this, this is I do find this quite funny. You know, you said about Man at Arms, right? Yeah, yeah. Man at Arms. I would take it that he is set up for war. He's wearing body armor. He's got a helmet on. He's yeah, got, yeah. He's got a gun belt, right? Big gloves. The yeah. man's ready for war. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Teela has got high heels on. She's ready for aerobics. Yeah, yeah, she's ready for aerobics. Tactically. <laughs> and has, and has great boobs. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, she's very attractive. Can't deny it. She's very, very attractive. He-Man, though, 
Mm. He's literally wearing a pair of pants and a cape. And that like, doesn't change. No, no, no. He goes He goes to the real world. He goes to later in the film, doesn't he? Yeah. He goes to the real world. And uh, look, there's a smile she wants me. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, he goes throughout this film just yeah, wearing He that. comes to Britain. He comes to, or he comes to the, America. America. And he's still wearing pants. Yeah. It's like, but the thing I like really? about it is, right, for all of his bare chest and his bare legs, yeah. right, he's wearing shin guards and shoulder pads. Yeah. <laughs> like, there is weak spot. <laughs> that's what happens to him yeah um, he's a... tactically though if you were fighting a war I don't yeah. know is it a fair thing is I it like one know. of those like raging barbarians like they can just run into battle like just well, wearing the a pair of pants the Iceni used to wear, run into battle naked completely covering their body in blue so maybe it's the same thing yeah maybe it's because I'm an intimidation thing I mean it, I, he's not covered in blue that's where he's gone wrong no well it's, it's all the peroxide in his hair they're that's just scared of that probably sure. he's a handsome guy in this Dolph Lundgren is I wouldn't I wouldn't say no he's um, he's also like some sort of like international karate champion as well you know he's, yeah. a, he's a proper athlete like before, yeah. he's a, before he was a an actor I wouldn't say no to him because I mean he'd kill me you probably wouldn't be able to no, say no to kill him. me yeah yeah um I don't think Dolph Lundgren's ever looked at boys. No, he's he doesn't need. Well, he no. was um, he was with. Uh, I don't, was he with Bridget Nielsen? Bridget Nielsen. For a while, then Stallone. Because Stallone obviously had Bridget Nielsen. We've covered that when we did Cobra. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Whoa, look, that is, look at that! that That's amazing, amazing shots. Yeah. Um, but that, tactically, that that is yeah. There's no point in that. Um, wow. So we've actually getting some of the plot now as well. In that they're about to be able to get into Castle Grayskull. Yeah, and you got Sharon Osbourne outside. Yeah. Or, or using... really, or really old John Bon Jovi. I was thinking Bon Jovi. That's eighties. Yeah. Look, that is. That's, bon, uh, that's yeah. definitely Bon Jovi. That's an eighties uh, metal haircut. That is. Yeah. That's, uh, Jovi like... as a frog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once again, the character prune, design. Prune Jovi. And again, they, they... though, the character design in this, like they've gone all out. Like this isn't just some dude. You know, that's not just some guy. With a bit of face paint on, that's a full-on prosthetic. That is. Yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, it's pretty impressive for the yeah. eighty-seven. That's that's pretty pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, that's when they will say they have gone all out for the mm. makeup and special effects in some of the special effects in this. So they now they're in Castle Grayskull. Yeah, which I, don't, used, I don't. Well, they used the. Um, uh, yeah, I'm never entirely. Sure. I can't remember now. They've either used a sneaky little back entrance, okay. which. Um, you mean they've got, they've entered through the back? Oh, they've, they've entered, entered through, through the back, back door. door. Yeah. Either oh. through Billy Barty's. Um, little cavern thingy. What are you playing at? I don't know what's happening. Or um, they use the cosmic key. Now, would you talk about the cosmic key? Because the cosmic key is one of those strange uh, MacGuffins that appear in films. It's the, it's the sort of go-to thing in this film. Of it allows them to travel anywhere. I've seen the cosmic key. It's already presented in this. Yeah, yeah. It, no, no, in in real life. It was oh, really? in London for a, and there was an auction taking place, and that was there. And a hoverboard from Back to the Future Two was there, all in display cabinets. So you could you could vote on it and um, bid on well, it rather. And it was a cosmic key, and I thought, no way. That's quite that's cool. Pretty, that's pretty impressive. And but it looks, again, to be honest, with you up close and personal, it looks shit. I bet it. Well, all special, all props do. Like the moment yeah. you get up close to props, they always look crap. But I would say when you see it in this, it's not like a just a lump is it like no. it has moving parts it's got lights in it it does stuff so again it makes no sense <laughs> it's a keyboard that sends them through time and space yeah yeah but still with forks on the top yeah with forks oh, here on comes the, top. the stormtroopers Shooting now forks. yes a bit of an evil limb 
Who, actually, Evil Lynn is the only person who has a costume change in his entire film. So just in case, because we've had to pause this a few times, trying to get the subtitles off. So just in case you're wondering what scene we're on, here comes Skeletal Skeletal walking up the ramp. With his his, um, cartoon-accurate staff with the the head of a ram and stuff on it. And then we got... This is the problem. Look. He looks good, apart from the nose. They shouldn't have been doing this many close-ups. You can see, yeah, you can see his, his real nose underneath. Yeah, you can sort of see it pushing out a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Skullend trot dead Don't try and do the subtitles. You're not going to speak. Now, hon and fegen evoken. Orken hands craften minikofta. All right, let's stick with the actual English. Well, I'm just reading the subtitles. Don't read the subtitles. Like, okay. The thing is, in this point, they've tried to ask Dolph Lundgren to do dramatic readings of some of his lines, and that's where it starts to fall short a little bit. Yeah, because he, at this stage in his career, he didn't actually know English, and so he had to learn this English. Is all, yeah, this is where his... at this point he was learning it. Yeah, yeah. So when he says that line, like, let her go, the face he looks and everything just don't match the lines. So all yeah. it is a little bit odd. I hear I hear he's still doing well on the course, though. Well, <laughs> He's still, still taking it to this day. I do think... It, well, you also know that Dolph Lundgren is actually... Um, you know they joke about him being really intelligent in The Expendables? Yeah. Like, all that's real. Like, he's a mathematician genius and all this other stuff. Like, is all, it? all that is real, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's a proper, what, clever bloke. But no one can understand him. I think he speaks pretty clearly nowadays, I think. He's, 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 he's got the Stallone voice, isn't it? The... Which all these muscle men had, really. Massive pecs, mumbling voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of work though. So yeah. now they're having a laser battle. Good old laser battle. Everyone gets shot, but it's all right because they're robots. This is a, this is a bit of a um, a trope that still lasts today, isn't it? Like it's all right to kill people as long as they're not people. Yeah, kill them if they're robots. And so that, all the, Scottish. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. About, it appears in like every comic book movie now. So. Well, Scot- uh, Scottish people. No, no, they didn't appear in any films. No. Um, no, the the ability sort of like so in Avengers you had like the Chitari and then you get all the uh, oh, yeah, Ultron yeah, okay. robots and then in, mm. in uh, Suicide Squad you've got all the people with the funny heads and all that stuff. So you, you can, can do can mass, kill mass killing on, 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 on non-sensical kind of yeah, yeah. objects really, isn't yeah. it? As you can people, kill whatever oh. you want as long as it's not people. Because you don't it doesn't want your have heroes, emotion. You don't want your, like Mattel was saying, you don't want your heroes killing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, they just don't like it. You, you know. Although, to be fair, in this day and age, kids are probably like, Lap it up. Kill or love it. With Grand Theft Auto and stuff, and you know, you have like 12 year olds playing an 18 rated game. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're, they're desensitized now. But I understand from a marketing perspective why it was important not Especially to. Especially in, have... in the 80s, definitely. Yeah. Um, so they're traveling through. So he's just banged in a load of keys, and he's just. Uh, um, he's just. You can go, cosmic key. They've just gone through the portal. But he's dropped the cosmic Whoa. tree. He's, he's, he's dropped the key. Do you know what I would like to do? Right? And I've always thought this. Here you go. Here you go. Look, you, see, you know that thing? That's like those... Ooh. It's like those... Um, he can do that from a distance. Through a portal. Yeah. I can't even do that grabber in a bleeding machine that costs 20p. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Did he, oh, but he's got another one underneath his case. He has got another one. Because the, well, the one that they've taken with them was the second one mm. that... Uh, um, the Orco, not Orco, created. I'm going to find it. Gwildor. Gwildor is his Gwildor. name. Gwildor, okay. So, um... Wasn't so this. Yeah, so... You, the other thing I was going to say is, this film follows the exact pacing of Thor, the Marvel Universe, the first Thor film. 
So mm. you've had, you know, granted the timings are a little bit off and stuff, but the whole first act is on alien world to establish who the goodies are, who the baddies are, what their skill sets are, and that sort of thing. Yeah. They then get transported to Earth, you know, to whatever for whatever purpose against their will, and then you get a roll roll of uh, um, fish out of water comedy for a little bit, mm. and then it goes back to the shenanigans. I'm telling you, if you if you were to play this and Thor as a double bill. They would play very, very similar. Yeah, I can see. I can see similarities between the two, actually. Yeah, and also Thor's very similar looking. He is him and Chris Hemsworth, He Man or Thor? Who would you? Who, they have the same who, cape. Who wins? Yeah, they do actually. Although Chris Hemsworth wearing more clothes, weirdly. Yeah. Um, who would win in a fight, Thor or He Man? Thor. Mm. I think Thor. Yeah. I think you're probably right. Um, look again, special. You know, you're talking makeup effects. Gwil does ears in that move. Like this is. It's got to be. Is that got something to do with? Is Jim Henson involved with this film? At I don't all? know. I'm really going to check because I think some of the makeup effects in this are really very Henson-esque. Aren't they, they are. Uh, makeup. I, I'm really admiring this actress's talents. As she kneels there. That chest plate is amazing. Yeah. Just saying that it's just it it you know it just makes her as a character and I'm respecting her as a woman at this stage. Yeah, I'm sure. You know all of her assets. Yeah, both of them. Twelve people accredited on the makeup effects. Um, well, I've got to say, all of them did a great job in this film. I think. I think. I'm makeup... sure it just strikes me as being very Jim Jim Henson-esque. You know, very dark crystal, very kind of like labyrinth. Well, the character designs are very. Um... That's the alien scanner. Yeah, yeah. Well, he does look like a colonial marine, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. Oh. Um, a retired one with the big moustache. And uh, a oh, cow. how is your mum? She's fine. That's good. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's interesting to like say that this. Uh, so this came out in eighty-seven. So, so when did the animated? When was the animated show? Oh, eighty-five, eighty-four, something like that. No, probably 80, I'd say 83. 83 to 85. There we go. So that's bizarre. This came out two years after um, two years after the animated series had ended. Mm. That's weird to me, that is. That, mm. that seems like... Franchise was already dead, surely. Yeah, they'd missed the boat on a little bit on that one. Um, seems strange. Um, they're all they're all gonna go, good, good journey. That's the other thing they do, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Good journey. See, I like the fact they've actually paid attention to uh, attempting to like make them alien. Yeah, they all speak English and you know that sort of thing. But yeah, like, their customs and stuff are all a little bit off. Gwildor, great character. Mo, but also as well, <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of like that. The, the, you know, Teela's costume. Oh, there, mm. there she is, Miss Cox. A very young Courtney Cox. You can you could see that she had potential, but not at this stage, really. I mean, she 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 is she has grown better with age. Oh, she is she has matured into a real cougar. Oh, she absolutely! Is seriously attractive. Oh man! Oh man! I'm not yeah, going to deny she it. Is. Seriously attractive. But this is '87. So say it was filmed in '86, '87. What year was Friends? '95, '93, '94. Yeah. So you're still talking like a good six years before Friends. 
Um, and she did a few more films, didn't she? she oh yeah, did, she, she did a couple did of things. Lot. Well, it's weird because I say I, um, she was in a, a um, Bruce Springsteen music video, and everyone always goes mad about that, don't they? Oh, she's in a Bruce Springsteen video, and that was the first thing she did. I think it was like a year before this. But no one remembers her for, for being the star of of He-Man, Masters Universe. <laughs> yeah, which is he- weird. He-Man's girlfriend. Yeah. Well, I think you know, there's there's um. Have you watched Leprechaun? Yes, I've seen Leprechaun with um, Jennifer Aniston. Did a very young Jennifer Aniston in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, I'd say quite a good. Uh, yeah. A good, a good film actually. I think that's quite worth seeing. And then you got so Courtney Cox aged well, better now than she's ever been. Yes. Jennifer Aniston. Same. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, well. Oh, no, Dolph Lundgren still looks pretty good for his age. I mean, the man's oh, like 60. I've forgotten his name, but he's in uh, Star Trek Voyager. He, he is. Went on uh, to do Paris. Star- he was, yeah. what's it, Paris, wasn't he? Yeah. There you go. He's 59, Dolph Lundgren is now. So and Co- Courtney Cox about doing... 52, something like that. There you go. No, I think she's that old, is she? Yeah, I think she's about 52. Bloody hell, 52, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My see. word. Um, I know the people I masturbate over. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, in- intimately. Um yeah, I know him from. Yeah, that's what I knew him from. So I remember watching this and going, "Oh, you were in Star Trek." Yeah, Paris. Yeah. Um, going back to Dolph Lundgren, though. He wasn't in Star Trek. No, no, no. But the man loves his comic book stuff or his sci-fi stuff, like. Mm. Um, in real life, you mean? He, well, I don't know if he. I don't know, but like, he did this. Can he read? Well, I'm sure he can read very well because he's, he's a mathematician. That's numbers. That's not. Well, you still got to read the book on how to do it, haven't you? Um, but he did this. It's he not. Did, it's, did, did, it's not hard for him to be a. Math- He's, he's, he's eight apples and eight apples <laughs> equals dinner, lunch. <laughs> that okay? But he did this, right? Yeah. He then did uh, Punisher in '89, the first iteration right. of the Punisher. So he did nothing in between this and Punisher. Did he no, not do Red did, Scorpion or anything like he did, that? He did a couple of films. I'm talking like sci-fi. Because there's Dark Angel, Red Scorpion. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he did films in between. But I'm talking about like leaning on that sort of um, sci-fi action sort of thing. You're looking at um, here you go. So you got. Uh, oh, look at these most unconvincing kissing. That's the kind of kissing that I do with your mum. You know, it'd yeah. be like it's like it's so unconvincing. And here comes this grappling thing as well. This thing, I tell you what, it, yeah. If Take, I had Gwildo as a friend, I'd be taking him to every arcade I could find. Yeah, man, he's brilliant. Isn't <laughs> I want, I want that teddy, and I want that teddy. Was he? Was he in the, the costume? He just, he just sort of like, you know. Mm. I love the fact they don't get that this is meat. Like I don't know what they eat on their planet. They're all vegetarians, apparently. Yeah, that's just. But she's, she's like, oh, savage. She's like, oh, savages, and I'm like, oh, are you. You're... So what do, what do you eat on your on your planet then? Yeah, what do you eat, you silly cow? She just eats cock. Constantly eats cock. <laughs> that's all right. she eats. Yeah. So what's, had... for, what's for lunch today, Dad? Cock. <laughs> Open up, dear. <laughs> um. So yeah, so we did. Um... She looks like she's been abused. <laughs> yeah. She does. <laughs> A battered daughter. Yeah. Um, like, this is, oh, she like, looks like, I'll tell you what she looks like, though. She reminds me of, again, thinking of thought, she looks like the woman who plays Lady Sif. Yeah. But also, you've seen Dexter, haven't you? Oh, I love Dexter. She looks like... Oh, the, I've seen Dexter. I yeah, yeah. adore Dexter. She looks like... Um, I forget the actress, but she she looks a bit like Dexter's sister. Yeah, a little bit. She does. She reminds yeah. me of quite a lot. Okay, so 87, Masters of the Universe. You have got then Red Scorpion and a few others. But 89, The Punisher. Um, you think it, 1992, Universal Soldier. Um, he's in Johnny Mnemonic. Oh yes, 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 um, yes. Good film as well, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Anyone want to see Johnny Mnemonic? It's um, uh, Keanu Reeves 
better work, I think. Sci-fi kind of weird thing. Sci-fi is Matrix before Matrix, actually. Weirdly, yeah. Then it sort of peace off. He comes back to the Universal uh, Soldier thing, and he's currently in um, Arrow, the TV show uh, of Green Arrow. So is he the villain in that? Yeah, in the flashbacks, he's sort of like part of it. So the man loves his. He's always like you know dancing around sci-fi comic so he's been in Marvel because Punisher's Marvel isn't it yeah mm. um, and then you know he's been in DC because he's done uh, he's in, in Arrow which is Green Arrow which is yeah which is DC property so awesome. the, the man's been on both sides of the bridge do you reckon Courtney Cox has been on both sides of the bridge she's taken on both sides of the bridge I think she has most definitely yeah I, this is where we start getting into the flaws of this film and yep. not, not saying that there haven't been some already is that single denim in 1987 that's, that's just what didn't work yeah, single no, no, denim she, she's double denim I think she's got a denim skirt on she got denim. I didn't want to. Oh sure yeah, she, she did. Yeah, she yeah, did. Yeah, double she's double denim. denim. She ain't messing. It's darker denim, but it's still a denim skirt. Yeah, man. Right. Her parents have died. Yeah. Okay. Her parents have died in a plane crash, but they've now been buried and buried neatly. So it looks like some grass has sort of grown over it at least, or done something. So I don't know how long ago her parents have died. She's clearly just come out of high school. Yeah. But has no guardians. <laughs> no, exactly. And also as well, she just she just come from the graveyard, really upset, and then she just found this synthesizer, this synthesizer on the floor, yeah, and gone. Wow, well, I'm really happy now. This and is amazing. I'm going to touch that because it looks like a bomb. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a bomb. Look. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick it up, and there he is. Look, he's got the bomb in his hands and he's shaking it, and he's like, "Oh, let's, Maybe... press, let's press these buttons." Do you think this? Yeah, but it's think... ticking. It's ticking. <laughs> Doing something. Let's see if we can but make it you... tick faster. Do you think this is a sort of a sign of the times? Because you're right. If I saw yeah. something like that hidden somewhere, but like, I'm not touching it. I'm not touching that. That looks proper crazy. Yeah. Police. 80s? In the 80s? Yeah, let's press those buttons. It's that, it's that that terrorist group, the Al-Fayads. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, at no point, by the way, though, does Courtney Cox have any form of guardian or parent in this film. No. She's right? like a wild child. So, so, yeah. But at no point has the state got... Look, I know you. I know you're 17 or 18, and you move. She's moving to New Jersey to move in with family, mm. but it's all right for you to live on your own. She's going to be a crack whore. That's all she's going to be. It's not looking good for her, is it? Not really. really no. How cold do you reckon Dolph Lundgren is in that costume? Oh, like, from the, but they, they, they must dark. have shot most of this at night because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is because there's to no over. one about no. at all in well, any of the scenes. That's what I wanted to say. You know what we said earlier on? We talked about this earlier on. What I refer to as the population problem. <laughs> yeah. Yes. This town has got four occupants and one of them's a policeman. <laughs> I remember when the spaceship lands later on in the film. We'll probably cover it later on, but I mean, the spaceship comes down yeah. and there's lights on in the house, but no one comes out to see. Nope. After all the noise and everything is nope. made, no one comes out to go, what the fuck's going on? I love on? the fact that I'm assuming, like you say, because I think this film is supposed to take happen over one night. This, yeah, possibly. That's yeah. what I'm. I, 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 yeah, it happens over one night, right? Yeah. So by the time Skeletor is invading, it's probably like. Three, four in the morning. Yeah, but he's still going down Main Street. We'll cover it later. Nobody does it. No one cares. No, no, no one cares. Bloody hippies running it again. Um, What's this fancy dress costume yeah. going on? And here comes to one of my favourite bits of the film in a second: is how shit the villains are. Oh, the mercenaries! Them. No, 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 no. We've got to talk about the mercenaries. Uh, yeah. Because the other film I think this takes heavily from, yeah, okay, because this is basically a mishmash of every sci-fi fantasy film that's come before, right? Oh, look at that! I would not be surprised to see Flash Gordon run past. 
Yeah. At any point, being chased by Queen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can see every, you can see every part of every film you've ever seen up yeah, to this point. This in is, the, I, mean, it I, I will admit, it's a nod to most things. Yeah, this, I'll, I'll admit, oh. th- this film. Look, she's changed costume though. It was, it was like chainmail before. Now she's got some swirly churly deal. What I like is the fact that's Blade, isn't it? That's Blade. Yeah. Yeah. With the heaviest costume in the world. <laughs> but again, look at these costumes. I'm not kidding you. These, this is good makeup job. But for Beast, 87. Beastman is the only character from the TV show. You know that? Yes. This, all, I, I, Beastman was my favourite. I mean, love Beastman. There is, there is no, no, they didn't use Trapjaw, which is one of the best characters. Yeah, but like there. the thing is, if you go back and um, if you go back and look at the characters from the TV show and the toys they made, tra- in 1987, 86, or whatever, whenever they made this, Translating that into live action would have been. You had like Merman. Merman would have been brilliant. Yeah, Trapjaw. I forget there's some others as well. But there's even on He Man's side, there was one called Ram Man. Oh, Ram Man, yeah. You squashed him down. He had like a little metal helmet. He was basically basically what Vinnie Jones was in in X Men. Yeah, basically. He became Juggernaut. Juggernaut, yeah. I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. Yeah. Such a crap. Yeah, but I love those. But those mercenaries, that scene there where you run through the mercenaries, clearly a take off uh, Empire. <laughs> yeah, Empire with the bounty hunters. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, so yeah, I do. It just pulls from so many films, but I love them because I think they've they've clearly gone all out. I mean, like like for Blade, it's like with Shredder, right? You're called Blade, mm. so uh, everything's going to be sharp. <laughs> yeah. Go into the toilet for you. Dangerous job. <laughs> it rains, he rusts. That's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right, yeah, yeah. How does he go to the toilet? It's just like, you can't. Carefully. You can't take any of that really shit off. Really carefully. Just, whoo, 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 Blades. Um, Is it Beastman. It's not for Beastman, he just shits on the floor. <laughs> yeah. All right, who's crafted the floor? I know. Or me. Beastman. This is, yeah, this is where they'll come in and they try to look, there's a moment in a little bit during this fight um, where they all try to look menacing, and it's the wor- look. They all come in, they get their entrance, and they all look. You've got this. You've got two minutes to enter all f- all four of you and look menacing. Yeah, it's it's, it's not. Oh, look at the cardboard it's, doors. It's, it's not it's good. To- total cardboard. You can it's see the total setup. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't understand Blade. 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 Blade is like right said Fred in armor. I know. He is a little bit camp. The the thing he's got on his head, right? That thing he's got on his head, like the the he's got his eye patch, and then sort of like basically headphones. Is that? I don't know what it's supposed to be. Headphones. Now through the cardboard door, you can see the cardboard on the floor. Yeah, you can see it's a cardboard door. (laughs) But the thing I'll ask is, right? Up until now, I would say the heroes. We've talked about how impractical their costumes are. What what purpose does some of that serve? Like yeah. he looks like he's yeah, bunny ears. And they're I all like they're all scar. rubbish rubbish fighters. Which one's scar? The hairy one with the uh, the, the the John Bon Jovi. The eighties metal one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, see what I mean? They're really crap. She's on a fucking stage. Yeah, she's they on can't, a stage. I love the fact that these are supposed to be hardened. Ten, ten foot by about four foot. <laughs> yeah. On the product placement with the Pepsi. These are supposed to be um, hardened mercenaries. Yet they can't. They look. They're like buffoons. They can't capture a seventeen-year-old girl. Even this guy with his blades is crap. Miss. 
So she goes that way. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I'll take it out of ground. Blade, oh, Karg. That's it. You've got Blade, see, Karg, what... Sauron, Saurod, and Beastman. There you go. Do you see what Karg. she did? With the... She got that bottle, right? Look, he, he even fires after she's gone out the door. The, These the... are rubbish. This is it. Look, no, no, sorry. I've got to say, just watch Blade at this point. Just watch him, all right? For about a few seconds, he's like, I forgot what to do. I forgot what to do. And then he's like, out the door. Yeah, we go that way. Do you, do you see the um, the ammonia that she throws into the face of Beastman? Yeah, yeah. Ammonia's piss, of course. Ammonia, you're getting piss. Yeah, yeah. So she's just throwing piss in his face. Do you think it's, she's getting back because he came to one of her parties? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and shit on the floor. <laughs> He's done it again. Yeah, bring your yeah, bring your fucking boyfriend to my party. He <laughs> shits on the floor. Someone get the vanish. <laughs> oh, through the gates. Look, there was a Courtney Cox-sized hole. Oh, yeah. but... Blade, oh, Blade managed to rip that apart. I'm beginning to think, though, Blade, out of all of them, Blade's, Blade seems the most effective, yet also the most useless. He also um, looks the one that's... It must weigh a ton what he's wearing. Because, I mean, you think about what armour weighs normally, and that's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's proper all, stuff all he's wearing them, there. I mean, to, to be fair, the, the only one that can run fast, because their costume doesn't weigh anything, is He-Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's basically wearing... pants. A, he's wearing a, pair of, yeah, a pair of leather pants and a sheet. So she just bumps into He-Man. He-Man says, "You know, hey, don't. I'm not. I'm not one of them. I'm, I'm yeah, on your side." Right. And, and all she she's goes, going is, mm, "Pecks." And he picks her up. Why does he pick her up? Because she's crying, and he's like, "Let's do a runner." It's so eighties, though, isn't it? Damsel oh, in distress. Yeah, so yeah. pick her up. How? I'm quite impressed. I mean, there you go. Um, I'm going to find out the name of the bloody characters again. But that the snake one. Oh yeah, say, yeah, yeah. I love that the helmet thing he's got on. It's cool. Yeah, it, yeah. It's good shit, great. Um, Sorod, his name is Sorod. 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 But like you say, how the hell can if you were that actor, I bet their visibility is crap. Because Blade, like, he's got an eye patch on. So he, you know, he's got, he's down to one eye. He's got no depth perception, but nope. he's, but he's a sword fighter. <laughs> Good job he's not a marksman. Um, what what happened to his eye? Well, that's how he learned to be a swordsman. Yeah. <laughs> Fool me once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, now we got the uh, the cyborgs. Yeah, yeah. See, the thing is, is that, you know, this time travel bit and jumping through portals and stuff, then they see Terminator. You can't come through if you're if you're wearing clothes. That's it. Well, is it is it time travel? It's not, is it? It's through space. Like, they're, they're coming from a different world. So oh, yeah, yeah. He-Man yeah, comes from, right. a, he, he, from, a, from across the galaxy sort of thing. Like a National Express portal. That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and there's Beastman grabbing Beastman. grabbing him, you know. It's got he's got the cobra clutch on him, looks yeah. See again, Beastman's like really like the costume must be must be sweating his balls off. Oh, yeah, thing. probably. But the throwing himself but around. His, his facially, oh. Is this going to be a good fight, right? What do you think? I've been waiting a long time for this. He goes. Yeah, all five minutes since I was told to come after you. <laughs> he's just he's not very good, is he, Blade? Well, funnily enough. The man, the guy who played Blade, was also the uh, sword fight choreographer. Was he in this? Yeah. So he's actually choreographed all these fights. I don't think it's his fault. I think you were given Dolph Lundgren, who, and let's be fair to him, although he's a karate expert, and stuff is not a swordsman. Yeah. So you can't teach him anything too complex. So I bet they didn't have much preparation time for this. So they're like, right, you've got a massive sword, which you're probably not used to wielding. Let's do some 
Well, this, I mean, this would have taken, I mean, this is a 1980s film, action film, so it's like, like Big Trouble Little China, that sort of thing. It takes about five, six months to make. Now you'd make this in about four weeks. Well, the shooting would be about four weeks. It'd be post-production that would then last a year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, she does not want to remove her head from his chest. <laughs> do you reckon there was... Her hair's now wet, right? Do you know why her hair's wet? Because of his sweaty, London, sweaty... London yeah. sweat. <laughs> totally agree. Totally agree. Do you think that there was a little bit? Well, of... look, look, people and cars. So there are people in this town. They obviously go to bed, and no one is woken later on. But um, is there a you... clock anywhere? There's no clocks. Anywhere. No, there's no time. Maybe that is it. Maybe everyone just goes to bed, and that's why it's so quiet later on. I've never thought of it that way. I've just thought there's no people in this town. No, there's definitely no people in this town. Um, because a running battle happens later on, and no one reacts to it. So this guy Charlie, they all know Charlie from the music shop, who were. Uh, he's clearly gay. What's uh, uh, why? Cause I, I think he just ate his fashion. I think that he just thinks yeah. he's cool and trendy and, and a bit of a pillock. Yeah, only gay men run music shops. Wow, that's a statement. It's true. <laughs> it's true. You find a gay gonna man. Get, I'm going to get emails now. No, that implies anyone's going to listen to this <laughs> shit. <you know? laughs> Very good point. Very good point. Um, the, the gay community are out there, are out there bumming. So I mean, they don't need to know anything. I don't even want to edit this down because it's supposed to be running alongside exactly. the track anyway. I like the fact that, like you said, that their first instinct, and this is a very eighties comment, is "Wow, it must be a Japanese thing." Like, yeah, it's a synthesizer. So well, it's, it, it's racist already, isn't there? Really? Well, it's, not right. it's just a sign of the times, ain't it? Of this thing of like yeah. Japan was so far ahead at the time with technology that, that it was just a given that anything that's technologically advanced. Japanese. Japanese. If you were to do this film now and that, they wouldn't be admitting it was Japanese in an American film. They'd be going, oh, this must be a secret government. Yeah. The Russians. The Russians. The Russians did it. So, yeah, they wouldn't admit it was another country now. They would just say it's a secret government He's checking out that man. He is. He's checking out the man through the window. Look at that man through the window. What does it matter? You're the homophobe in this one. No, no, no. I'm not being a homophobe. I'm just saying he's definitely checking out that man. Right. So they've just seen... That guy guy there has never kissed a girl in his life. You can tell. He's never kissed a girl. That's not because he's gay. It is. That's that's because he's a proper... He's wearing a gay gay cap on his head. (laughs) The hat may be gay. (laughs) Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's not. The fact of the matter is he's just a music nerd. Um, there's Courtney Cox there yeah. sitting down moist as can be and not <laughs> only, not be, and only because of the sweat from Dolph Lundgren yeah he's been doing a lot of running and it's sort of it's probably not even sweat that is just baby oil yeah probably <laughs> he was up greasing his pecs um, so yeah this is the, this is the school's been trashed this now introduces an actor that I love and I'm really fond oh, of Oh yeah, slack. Uh, you slackers. Yes. <laughs> who plays? Who plays the same character? He's all basically time. the same person as he is in Back to the Future. Uh, I'm, I'm not even sure if he's been in anything else. Um, oh yeah, he's been in loads of things. He crops up in lots of things, doesn't he? James Tol. His name is James Tolkien. He's still alive as well, isn't he? Eighty-five. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, he's in Top Gun. Of course, he is. Yeah, of course, he is. Yeah. Um, no, I've never seen that film, but yeah, he is in it. Detective Lubick. There we are. But look at him. Look, he's so... Lubick. No, Lubick. 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 Oh, I thought and he said Lubick. I was thinking, what an yeah. unfortunate name. Mr. Strickland in the Back to the Future film. Yeah, he is Strickland. But yeah. uh, Detective Lubick, and uh, he is the same character. Like, if anything, they could be related. Totally, this yeah. This could exist in the same universe as Back to the Future, and they're just cousins. 
But this is after Back to the Future, isn't it? What's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is two years. 85 was 85, the first Yeah, one. I was going to say Back to the Future. And the second one was 89. And, and he's in the first one, of course. He's in all three of them. Yes, 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 he's yes, yes, three of yes, them. yeah. Um, yeah, he's great in this because he just plays like... Him. Yeah. He just plays himself. And that just makes me think I do. I wouldn't want to know him as a person because I bet he's a. There's the extra, <laughs> the extra, extra in the background <laughs> just listening to conversation. Just Hold watch, the door open. Or just watch us. Um, that's a good point. I've never really watched the extras in this. There you go. Panic and extras in the background. All the teachers coming to collect their things. A lot of eighties glasses going on in the background. So at this point, actually, this town has got. I wouldn't say a substantial population, but there you go. Detective. Are they supposed to be talking in the background? I don't know what's going on. Are they kids? I don't understand like what it is that's going on in that school anyway. Um, and their, their breastplate is amazing. Yeah. I won't tell you which one I'm looking at. No. Or which two I'm looking at. Yeah. I'm looking at, I'm looking at two of them. She takes it in a stride quite well, doesn't she, really, Courtney Cox? Yeah, oh, she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you've just been hunted by mercenaries. Oh, we're from an alien planet as well, and we're going to protect you. Uh, can you come with us? I'll be like, screw you, I'm off home. I've had enough, I don't want this. You can do what you want. 30 years ago this was made. Yeah, yeah, 30 years ago. Uh, wow. There you go. That's the, um, that's the car that the kids were kissing in earlier in the film. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically... You stole their chicken. <laughs> Gwildo stole their chicken and then, and then stole, the stole their car. Wow. What a little bastard. But it was looking like a teacher was snogging a pupil because there was such an age difference yes. between the two. Yeah, there. you weren't supposed to notice that. Yeah. But yeah, Gwildor, little uh, little bit Grand Theft Auto. Um, oh, he's pimped the car as well. well he's pimped it, to, yeah, with some gobbledygook. Um, but are we supposed to assume from this bit now that there's a relationship between Stuart Yeah, totally, and... totally. Because then, because when she double crosses him, he gets proper yeah, pissy. Because this is this is kind of like I love you. So she yeah she. Cause do you, do you reckon he's got a bony cock? Because that's I mean, what I was going to say. Thing. She yeah. loves his boner, don't she? Yeah, she does. <laughs> it's like how do you fuck skeletal? It's it's one of those difficult difficult things. Have you noticed the end of his finger? And she's thinking, "Don't touch me. No, no. You repulse me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't touch. Please don't Have touch. Have you just? I've noticed before. Have you noticed what's on the end of his gloves? This one's talking about comic it's a little, detail. Little, little metal things. Little metal. They're all skulls. Are they? Little skulls on the end of each finger. I I want to see it again now. Because look, it's like they've been caught out. She gets up. She's like, "Oh, oh, I was about to suck him off, but I better not." Yeah. <laughs> Mercenaries are back. Saved by the bell. Yeah. Um, all those soldiers stood there. You know, supposed to just sit there and go, oh, Christ, don't look, don't look. He's getting it out again. Um, he gives it his all, though, in this film, doesn't he? Uh, Frank oh, he proper goes for he it. Was like, proper cheeses he? it up as a villain. He's definitely died, isn't he? I'm not, I'm not, we're not confusing him with anything else. No, I'm pretty sure. Definitely I will sure check. he's dead. Because if, if, he, if he's not dead and he's listening to this, he'd be really pissed off. Oh, no, sorry. He is still alive. He's 78. Is he 79, still alive? 79. So we thinking of died. Oh, I know we're thinking of died. Yes, it was the guy out of... Um, I know the one you're thinking of. He's an English actor. It looks very similar. Okay. But yeah, no. Oh, I, he's been uh, in loads of things. Yeah, it's, he's, it's he's, I love the fact he's proper hamming it up in this film, though. As, uh... He did Frank and Me, didn't he? he yeah. Did that. that was a yeah, great film. Um, yeah, he's proper hamming it up in this. Oh, and then he kills one of them. Yeah, Sawrod, the snake one. Um... But where where does it go to? He just dissolves him, doesn't he? That's where he's got the power from. He's just he's able to dissolve. I love that's when I love look this reaction is Beastman's like, Oh please I will suck your cock. Yeah. I will suck your cock. 
And he's like, no, only evil Lin may suck my bone. And Beastman's right. going, oh, please. These mercenaries, though, I have to admit, right, are a bit pansy-ass. Yeah, they're a bit shitty, aren't they? They're a bit... I know they're supposed to be subservient, but they are proper pusses. Evil Lynn's been sent off now. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. them. And she's not happy about this. She's going, just like, you know... Yeah, well, you ain't getting any tonight, mate. You are not getting any. Yeah, uh, this this, this, uh, this bitching's not for itching. No. Let's be honest, though, right? Dolph Lundgren... Um, you know, the guy's probably over like six foot. I mean, he's, I bet he's like six two, six three. Right? Well, I'm six three, so he's gonna he's got to be taller than me. Surely six six. Yeah, right. He's so he's a big, tall bloke, really muscly, really sort of. Uh, he's well like defined, he's like right? a rich, a richer version of me. That's what we're yeah, trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, richer, more successful version of you. Yeah. Frank Langella clearly is, whilst not pudgy, is not well defined no, and I love not. the fact that they've tried to, tried to hide a lot of that in costume and cape <laughs> God bless him eh? God bless him but like I say the fact he still stands up and takes on Dolph Lundgren at the end yeah yeah awesome but uh, sure they must have used a stunt double for that fight sequence it couldn't have been him oh no it isn't it's um, it's the, again it's uh, the guy who plays Blade oh is it yeah, he's yeah, in yeah. a skeletal outfit yeah oh, they, they do makes sense because um, they can't imagine Frank, Frank moving that quick <laughs> being no. that, you know yeah, or have been that bothered. Yeah. Um this is one of those things I don't I never really understand in films, right? They're like, oh the police will never believe us. So she doesn't want to give the location. But it's just a case of like not trusting authority. If he was to sort of like tell the police, look, yeah, exactly what this is, like here's the thing we've got. I'm now talking to my girlfriend. They could have sorted out a load of stuff in this yeah. a lot quicker. It's just some weird like trope that always crops up in films of like not telling the authority figure all the information from the outset. He goes to phone. Yeah. Hey, slacker. Slacker. He's quite Hangs short, though, isn't he? I mean, he's quite a little bloke. He's intimidating because he's got a bald head. Well, yeah. You don't trust people with bald heads. No. They're mostly shoplifters and oh, pedophiles. I, just, I didn't realise that. Look, it's in his typing. Yeah. His typing's a pair of cufflinks. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See um, what I mean by details? Awesome. This film is all about the details, man. This film's amazing for those little things. I like his kettle. His kettle's nice. Copper kettle. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so he's just sort of hammering away at things. Um, clearly not that musical. No, and that's how you break it. <laughs> that's, what, that's what my... You're old enough, you should know that's better. That's what my four-year-old does. Move, fish! <laughs> um, right, let's, let's, just, let's just cut to the chase at this point. We've now got a spaceship thing. Which is the skiff. Yeah. Out of Star Wars, Return yeah. of Jedi. Basically, is now obviously travelled through a portal. It's the skiff with a fan on the back. It, it's, but yeah, basically. It's, 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 it's a fan boat. You can't, you can't even deny look, it. She's gone wow, back look to at her, the thighs on that. Yeah, yeah. But she's now gone back to her... Oh, no, she's still in that one. But this thing's come through space, through a portal in space. Yeah. And you've got a proper, like, platoon. I love this technology. Like, that's an amazing, stupid idea. Rewind. Um... You've now got this whole platoon of stormtrooper soldiers. Mm. And like you say, later on, there's a population problem. But we're saying that right now, this is supposed to be relatively early in the night, evening. Yeah. Yet no one at any point goes, there's a lot of blokes wearing black walking around here. <laughs> <laughs> there's some funny looking dudes, like now, soldiers and this is the, this is the 80s, the prime time for Neighbourhood Watch as well. Yeah. You know. yeah in a small town, because this is supposed to be like a small town America, isn't it? This yeah. is... This isn't uh, like Los Angeles. Or this is supposed to be small town America. And at no point does anyone go, did you see that 
Skiff from Star Wars travelling down Main Street. Yeah. <laughs> Are they filming a new Jedi film? Say, yeah. Is there a new Star Wars film coming out? Uh, yeah, no one questions it. He's really relaxed as well, obviously. Look. Yeah, just eating loads of... What? Chicken. It looks like chicken, but I I it could be awful. No, no, there's no... Why would you thing. warm up? You don't give yourself food poisoning. But that's a good, that's a good point in this one. There's clearly no product placement because it's not. Well, there was KFC. Pepsi earlier on. There is Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. But there's no KFC or anything, so there's no chicken product. Yeah, it's clear they're eating chicken. Look, you never see it for long enough for it to be a product placement, which I find odd. Why didn't you approach KFC and get a KFC deal or something? Yeah. Weird, weird choice. But also as well, you don't reheat chicken. No, you shouldn't eat. No, it's salmonella. So anyone watching this, watch that last scene about reheating chicken. It was a good, yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's wrong. why the stormtroopers really blew that blew the microwave up. They're like, oh, better yeah, save yeah. him. Health Boom. and safety. Health and safety. We can't we can't let him eat this. They'd be suing us. Yeah. Teaching you a health and safety lesson there. Food lesson. Food lesson. Don't don't eat. Warmed up chicken. Food hygiene with Scott and Mike. <laughs> so we've got. So we've got this cop talking to this guy and not really getting it. It's a really dull subplot. Well, this, this is where this whole thing, this is where this film's pacing starts to suffer. Yeah. In that you, uh, we all get it as the viewer. Let's kill off Paris. That's yeah. what we would have done. Let's kill well, off. No, I think he's a fine character, but there's this point here of explaining and going around the circles is all, all of this is to kill time so that you can get all the other characters in place for the battle at the end. None of this matters. No. This is all just chasing for MacGuffin purposes. None of this matters. What, what's going on outside the door? You notice when you open the door there, it's black. Oh, well, just yeah. darkness. Because this is clearly a set. <laughs> yeah, where the... What, what, oh, and See? there we go. Skiff flying overhead. No one ever reports. No. Unless you didn't... I bet you there's a, there's a, there's a part of this film where... Yeah. UFO King, report. Oh, King. There, there's it. Yeah, there's a. So he's had he's, a chicken. He's had a KFC. Now he's got a Burger King. They just live off fast food. <laughs> How is this guy so slim? If I had his diet, I would look like I do now. Um, I like Beast yeah. Man when he comes no, no, in. No, this throws place. a tea towel at him. <laughs> like that's gonna do anything. <laughs> tea towel. So tell me exactly how the. Uh, uh, tell me in your words what happened. Um, um, uh, uh, there was a, uh, a man that looked a bit like a yeti. That came in, yeah, grabbed Sasquatch me, came in and started and beating me up. Me. And what did you do? I threw a tea towel I at attacked, him. <laughs> I attacked him with a bit of cloth. <laughs> Look, and she tells him off like a dog. Off! Heel! Yeah. <laughs> go, and get, go and get Beast Man's ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been better. That would have been so much better if he actually threw a ball and Beast Man had run off. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Right. This is an interesting thing. Again... See, see I'm, 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 can I just stop you here, right? Go for it. This collar that she's just put on him yeah, yeah. now controls him. Tell me everything you know. I'm sorry, if Meg Foster was running her hands over my chest like that, she wouldn't need a fucking collar. She'll do anything <laughs> she wants. Like, you know what? Yeah, whatever Tell you want. Tell me where Courtney Cox is. All yeah. right. <laughs> no worries. Happy to. Courtney Cox, Meg Foster. Yeah, Meg, how are you doing? I'm a little confused by this bit. And then, no, 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 I get what... They, no, so he finds what he wants. But they've got this truth collar on him. Um, Look, a couple die in plane crash. Yeah. <gasps> they've got this truth collar on him, so he's going to tell them everything, yet they're still ransacking the house. Yep. But I don't see the purpose in it. Oh. Yeah. It's like a bit like... To- like I like the lights on it. It just illuminates his neck for some reason. It I looks... Well, why. I like it. I, well, that's, part of the, that's probably what it is. Again, it's sort of 
some of the design in this is really good. I mean, they, they must have had a good, not, good budget on this because this is a this is a pretty good budget film. You know that. I think yeah, they were expect. I think they were ex- well. This is what you said. This is what killed Canon, wasn't it? I think they were expecting this to be a mega hit, and uh, it flopped, didn't it? it wasn't yeah, a great success. The budget for 1987 was 23 million. Wow, that's 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 over. That's over what it should be. Sure, and the gross 23 million for a film like this is that's too much. Yeah, twenty three million for this, and the gross was seventeen and a half. So it flopped. I mean, oh well, yeah, but again, it came out at the wrong time. Oh, that sat fart. Do you see that on the TV? The 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 no. Oh man, subtitle said fart. That's funny. Um, on the back and board the skiff. Yeah, this thing that um. Off to see Jabba the Hutt now. Look, look, see what I mean? Look, it, it takes off in the street. Off it goes. Yeah, and there's people living there. And, yeah, and no so these people, and they're, obviously the car's pulled up when it's going off. So they've obviously just seen it. And but no one mentions it. Yeah, because I say, if you were driving away, you you would see that. Yeah. yeah. But He-Man's not like, or even Gwildor's not like, did you see that? They were just here a minute ago. I just saw them fly off. That's too much for him to do, so he can't, he can't read that. Even from a distance, Teela's outfit looks just too sexual. Mm. It is. It's a bit. It's not tactical in any way, is it? Um. And she said, "Courtney Cox stroking the number of times that she Courtney Cox has stroked my hair like that." Okay, you know the you know, blade. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just reading the trivia on uh, okay. uh, IMDb. Due to the fifty-plus pound weight, wow, fifty pounds of his wow. blade suit, Anthony DeLongis said in an interview um, on a movie website that when he would remove his boots, he would regularly pour out his sweat from them at the end of every day of filming. Wow, not surprising. I mean, that thing looks like it weighs a ton. Fifty pound is um, an amazing amount of weight. It's more than a yeah. suit of armor, dude. That's that's. You know, that's that's amazing. Fifty pound. Oh ego, but many of the viewers reviewed the motion pitch in comparison to the cartoon, like we have said. Yeah. When it really was an adaptation of the toys only, which initially depicted He Man as a barbarian in the first mini comics, not Prince Adam and not including Orco. Oh. So this is actually about the toy line rather than um rather than the cartoon. Wow. Yeah, but the toy line went on for years afterwards yeah. still, still carried on and there well, the toy line did but like I say weirdly it's um... Dolph Lundgren does all his own stunts in the movie that doesn't surprise me no um... oh wow actress Christina Pickles who plays the sorceress plays the no, mother she, of she doesn't, she doesn't, Christina Pickles doesn't play so Meg Foster plays the sorceress no no she plays evil Lynn Oh, sorceress! sorceress. Oh, yeah, yeah, Christina Pickles. Actress Christina Pickles, who plays the sorceress, plays the mother of Courtney Cox on the television series Friends. Oh wow! Yeah, so you know, there you go. That's All a, I didn't of, know uh, that. Crossover. Right, let's get back to the actual film. Um, there so we go. Again, Skiff. Skiff just flying across all these houses with no one on the street. Suburban. Well, everyone's in bed by now. It's getting dark, uh, apart from Charlie, who's still up in his shop. <laughs> yeah. Um, because because this is the night when he when when the men come in, you see. Right. This is this is this car's falling apart. I like Lubick's response to these guys coming in. 
So Luby's been looking for all this stuff. He-Man walks in, looking like something from some weird fetish club. And all he says is, how do I get the feeling you're the person I've been looking for all night? And I was like, again, I'm a bit like, that's a bit of an understatement, really, isn't it? Look at those abs. Thank you. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren's got more muscles in his stomach than I've got in my entire body. I'm telling you. Oh, he, he was he was ripped then. He's not the same now, though, is he? He's no, still, he is. He's still in good shape, but he's not. Oh, yeah, he's not huge, but 59, 60. The dude's doing well. Yeah, dude's dude's still good now, but he's not. He's not. It's, as... probably, it's probably harder to do. I love the fact that Gwildor also thinks that's acceptable. Great costume. Um, this this is what I'm saying. This now runs. This wasn't about Thor earlier on. Right, this is yeah. a compa- comparison. This is the battle in uh, small town America in Thor. They now have a shootout on the streets. Um, yep. Here with lasers as with well. Lasers, but this is actually quite a good little um, run and gun battle. I, again, this is come down to this film got got absolutely you know didn't make its money back. In a way, I'm quite surprised because even forget He Man, right? Yeah. As a sort of, I mean, maybe they spent too much money on it, but as a, um, I actually think. As a B movie sci-fi actioner, sci-fi fantasy actioner, this is pretty solid. Oh yeah, no, it's it's uh, you know, and production value wise, it's pretty darn good to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean that look look at that for instance. Although you know. that chainmail vest has clearly come from Commando. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, possibly quite like from the gay Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Yeah. From the, uh, well, from the uh, yeah mercenary Freddie Mercury, Mer- Freddie in, Mercury uh, villain, yeah, that's right. So now they've got the running, yeah, the running gun battle from a music shop. I mean, there he is. Look, he's, he's there and he's he's staring. Well, he's not staring at him. He's staring at Dolph Lundgren, the one, is, the one with the hat is, on. Yeah. But again, this is another trope of uh, early eighties films and even once the nineties. That thing of the the science fiction element of you're talking gobbledygook, but then someone else, in this case. Paris comes in and explains it in a sort of a layman's terms kind of way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And it's sort of like, now I can spout a whole load of exposition about how the universe is music, and I can do all this with music. And even he's like, "Does this sound like utter crap to you?" <laughs> it is crazy. He's nonsense. so so out of his depth, isn't he? And that coat's bigger than him. I've got an overcoat of that. I think it's cool. Well, that's a cool coat, but it's bigger than him. He's it is. just tiny. Yeah, he looks, yeah, yeah. makes him look even more tiny. Um, I love the fact that he's brought his visor down because it just looks like he's like, like that's I it. like I'm, the fact they're hiding, hiding behind speakers, which are predominantly hollow. <laughs> yeah, they provide... But they don't know that, do they? Because they've not seen speakers. They've... Uh... No, well, when they get shot, you know, yeah, they'll, 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 they'll know. Like, oh, God, oh they'll know then. Too right. Stupid idea, that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. It would have been better if they'd have been tuned up and... Uh, and uh, they just fired music out of them. Thinking that now, though, right? Say that this was based more on the toys than the uh, the cartoon. Yeah. I, it now explains to me, because the one thing I was always a little confused about this film is there was never, like, a musical sting. Like, there was nothing from the cartoon, like the... You know, that sort of... The music. It never comes up in it. There's a... there's a, a Later on, there is a I have the power moment. Um... Yeah, but it never has like a musical thing or any real reference to the cartoon. It's just it is all the uh, it's its own thing, isn't it? Really. Where did he get the German grenade from? Uh, Man of Arms had it. Just random. Yeah. Just like oh, look it what wasn't I found. a German grenade. That's an, that's an Eternian 
grenade. That is, it's, it was an attorney and grenade. It was so. It was an attorney and grenade. <laughs> <laughs> I stand bound. I stand Why did he? Statement. Why did he say Achtung when he when he threw it? <laughs> That wasn't German. Spine that, that, that was a, that was a Turnian. The <laughs> <laughs> Turnian Hachten. Yeah, that's it. Well, you look, look at Dolph. Does that mean skeletons like Hitler? Look at Dolph Lundgren. The man's Aryan as they come. Like he's the perfect. He is that Aryan perfection. Um, that, and he was he was representative of of Earth. Yeah, right yeah, there. he's an Earther, little bald, little goblin. bald guy. Yeah. Yeah, there's some. Uh, this is this is where uh, we realise this is it's in this minute as well we realise that uh, uh, Julie uh, Courtney Cox's character is fundamentally stupid. <laughs> um, she saw her parents de- dead. Yeah. She's been to their funeral. Yeah. And granted, everything she's seen tonight, everything's happened to her. Right? Aliens, robots, um, you know, mutants, whatever you want to call them. Her parents come back and say, oh, we'll get to it in a minute, come back and say, that key's important, we want it. And at no point does she question it. Yeah, she goes, is goes it grief oh, hello, Mum. Yeah. You're, you're not dead. Okay, cool. Yeah, do you want to, what, you want a hug? Yeah, all right then. I will completely accept. <laughs> but that is my favourite, well, I'll tell you in a second when it happens. Okay. Yeah, because we, yeah. See, now it's just, just like unnecessary dialogue. And well, this is dialogue. all padding. A lot of this, like, all this tension, is they're, th- they're trying to create tension, um, but it doesn't really, yeah, it is just doesn't need it. There we doesn't are. Doesn't need it. Or it could have been done better. Mum. But this is it. Look, Courtney Cox has got mum those um, similar eyes. Now, is that Meg Foster? It's not, is it? It's not. I don't think so. No. I, at one point, I thought it was. I'm going to check. So cast. Uh, da, 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 da. Right, so. So, so, no, so no, she no, knows no, it's a different woman. She knows her mum. Gwyn, Gwyn, Gwyn Guilford. Oh. Plays her mum, so it's not. This England. is this is wrong. Right, she knows her mum is dead, but then she just still goes out there. She's like, still oh, gives yeah, in. I'm still gonna go out there. Dumbass. Exactly, and Courtney Cox has done the entire film with that spot on her chin. The dimple. You know, she's got a spot right there on her chin. Well, it all takes place in one evening, doesn't it? So if you haven't got your if you haven't got your concealer, you're uh, you're up a creek, really, aren't you? Yeah, but I bet she looks at it now and goes, "Oh my god, I can't believe I did that with that big zit on my chin." Yeah, couldn't give me any makeup. I can see the spot. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, she's got it in the entire thing. Oh, no, she's young. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's all good. At no point does she question this. I, we need to, that, that thing. You need to go get it for us. And she even looks sinister. Like the mum's not even no. Like she's like, go get that evil mum. She's yeah. a, she's a mum. She's, she's a mum and has a terrible secret. Oh look, look, bit of boy and boy. This bit, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh, I'm oh. gonna keep questioning this. Oh thing. look, he's, no, no. he's touching look, himself now. See, right? You know, Lubick had that little like the police issue thirty three, whatever thirty eight, whatever you got. Like, no, look, yeah. he's got it. Yeah, that's the gun they were just fighting over. So that's the gun they were using when they do a runner in a little in a, a minute or two. Mm. He asked Charlie if you got a gun in the shop. He pulls out a shotgun. Why was that not pulled out at any point? Wow. Like at no point you go, I know you've got a thirty eight, but do you know what? I've I've also got this. <laughs> yeah, I've also got this massive shotgun. <laughs> this might come in handy. Um 
Now, this is one of my favourite bits in the entire film. Why? Just because of oh. Meg Foster's face. No, just, just a bit of girl on girl between Courtney Cox and Meg Foster. She's perfectly evil. Meg Foster's got such an evil... Like, there's always everything. She's, she's brilliant. Do you know what? She would have been great as like a... You know they're doing all the live action Disney films? Yeah. Now. You know, they're turning the animated ones into live action. Meg Foster would be an amazing like evil queen or something in a in a live action Disney film. Yeah, she would. You. She would. Even now, even now, she oh, still looks. Now, she looks, like, yeah, she yeah, looks yeah, amazing yeah. now. Even still, like an you know, like an older Maleficent or oh, yeah, evil she's... queen or something from one of seriously, she would be brilliant. She's fabulous. I mean, she she looks amazing and beautiful. Yeah. So they look. They fire in. They're all tutty down right there in the middle of the alley with no cover whatsoever. Well, they're all they're all. Um, you know, the, the, the troopers in this are just as bad shots as any stormtrooper in any Star Wars It's film. terrible. They're shooting all around them, except for they live right there. They're in an alley, not even <laughs> behind a barrier, and they well, still manage no, to no, shoot no, the let's sides. Be fair. Let's be fair. There was one small cardboard box. They were all... <laughs> <laughs> and we've learned in this film that cardboard is... Uh, is a seller. Is a seller. Yeah, look. So he goes through, tracks from... But he's got a shotgun under his tail. At no point do you think that was worth mentioning. Look, there it is. Oh, just, just here. There you go. <laughs> Nuts. It's livelihood. So basically, it's a shotgun, right? It's a, yeah. It's a, it's a, looks like it's a, a single shot shotgun. This is by this. The way. Yeah, it is. Pump action. Yes, but it's only got one look, look, look. one now, shell in there at a time, I believe. No, 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 no. It's um, you'll have multiple. Probably like seven or eight. I thought not many. Not, well, I don't know how many, but it would definitely have some uh, more than one in it. Yeah. He wow. now admits he's got to get back up. I love the fact that at no point is he called into the police until this point. This is where we get the population problem. Because all the lights are still appear to be on in the shops. Um, but this is like no one is around. This is a uh, skiff. Skiff from Star Wars. Drink that you hired it from Lucas. <laughs> just like. I don't think they hide it. I don't think they just... oh, what film's on at cinema? There's no. a film at cinema there. No. Uh, if they if it was Star Wars, that would have been amazing. That would have been great, wouldn't Flash it? Flash Gordon. If it said Flash Gordon, that would have been the ultimate for me. Um, here we go. The big bad's coming back. Here he comes. Big bad Skeletor. No one at all notices <laughs> any of this. Because like, this is a small town, isn't it? Yeah, right. and also, also as well, it's like the wind's picked up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on outside? Girl, the weather's bad outside. I'm also going to pick up on something else. We'll pick up something else at the end of this film, which could drive us all insane. But um, all this happens in a small town. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's got a local paper. Yeah. Right. Something they do in local papers in America, they report on like specific crimes that have happened. So yeah, like yeah, a crime, yeah. like a crime rundown of all the things of like the sheriff or whatever I had to deal with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love to see what this sort of like, you know, Monday, nothing. Tuesday, nothing. <laughs> Wednesday, nothing. Thursday, school burnt down. Uh, there was a running gun battle in the high yeah. street. <laughs> Charlie's music shop blown up. <laughs> the one night of chaos. It's like, so, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was sightings, oh. sightings of, oh, sightings of flying robots and bare-chested Aryan men battling on rooftops. It was. So, I picked the wrong day to stop smoking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Friday, nothing. Saturday, nothing. Back to normal. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I don't. It's. It must have been amazing. 
That would have been a better sequel, actually. That they should have done a sequel to this, where He-Man comes back to well, Earth, and there's like all these people, conspiracy theorists, coming to, to look for what this was. Well, I I I remember um, Jean Claude. I think it was Jean Claude Van Damme who said that um, the, the only reason he made Cyborg was because Cyborg was going to be Masters Universe 2, and they didn't make it because this wasn't a success, so that that, that script became Cyborg. So it was... Oh, really? So they, yeah. they, they re-engineered the script to become Cyborg? Yeah, because um, the, the Masters Universe 2 was supposed to be based around Trapjaw. Tra- uh, Trap oh, wow. Jaw. And, um, and um, Evelyn and stuff like that. This is what I remember... I say it very vague. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, that... but so that's how Cyborg. I know that's how Cyborg came about. Came about is because so it's, the script to... is Master Universe two. So I would love to watch Cyborg then mm. and see if you can guess which elements remain from that script. Former He Man yeah, Master yeah, yeah. Universe two script. That'd be very interesting to see actually. Good film, Cyborg actually. Yeah, it's not a bad Van Damme film. That's something we haven't really spoken about, isn't it? We haven't never really covered a Van Damme film. No, there's so many to to to, to think of. Like Universal Soldiers would be. It's a great one. Universal Soldiers is a great film. The the new one with um, um, what's his name in it? Oh, I've forgotten his name now. We well, got uh, is it Reckoning and uh, something else? Got yeah, Cooper, yeah. They, they did it, but they got really dark. Like, they're really good there, actually. They're Day worth, of well, Reckoning. They're on Day of Reckoning. They're, Day on, Reckoning. Um, yeah. they're on Netflix. Yeah, we should do Day of Reckoning. I they're, they're worth. Uh, that's a franchise we should work our way through, actually, because. There's one with Goldberg in. Yeah, regeneration. Regeneration, yeah. Yeah. Here you go. Here's we get we get a flying He Man. Wow. This is the bit I love. On a hoverboard. On a hoverboard. Yeah, yeah. Because these special effects are not good. Let's be honest. But this bit, this I love this where he's on the top of a clearly on top of a van, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> speeding top, along, looking very nervous Look, as well. Oh, I, bet, I bet he's looking bloody nervous. <laughs> but um, yeah. His locks flowing. It's all, um, yeah. I mean, the the the, uh, su- the superimposing him on the thing does not look good. But um, when they do the close up, that it looks it looks pretty good. It looks all right. It's passable. Totally. Right. I want that. That grabber. That grabber is great. That grabber every time is like. So accurate. See, I would have just done that for Meg Foster's tits, though. You did, just going. Hey! I don't care about in the world. I yeah. touched them. I touched them. High fives all round. <laughs> yeah. uh, she's a babe. Uh, he sticks it down his pants because obviously he hasn't got uh, any pockets. Yeah. <laughs> There's no pockets because he's only wearing pants. That's yeah. That's what I'm saying. How impractical his costume is because he, he can't actually carry anything or no. do anything. And you're clearly bad uh, shot. The worst shot. Look, I'm coming at you. I'm getting closer. Well, this is where he's like clearly on the back of a van being pulled along. I'm getting um, closer. Oh. Upside down. This is, and then he comes in. Um, no, you know, not the uh, cosmic key. This is something I I think should exist in. I would do as a franchise. If I owned a studio. You know this. You know they do these. Um, you know the universes now. It's not such a franchise. It's a universe. You've got like the Marvel universe and the DC universe. And yeah, 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 yeah. If you really, if you were a studio like mm-hmm. Sony or Warner Bros. whatever, and you wanted to connect your universes, right, or do something where you could connect all your films, what I would do is I would introduce something like the Cosmic Key. Yeah. Or some of them are guffing that allows us. Oh yeah, you can travel to inter- interdimensionally with this. 
have it in a film like this where they travel interdimensionally. And do you know what? All of a sudden, you've now got a, a piece of kit in a film that means any film can travel to any other film. Yeah, yeah. That'd be pretty cool. It'd be awesome, wouldn't it? What a great crossover films. We can can you, make, you, could any, you could then do any crossover you want mm. without having to worry about them being in the same universe because you've introduced an interdimensional... John McClane versus Aliens. Seriously, you that, could. That would be you? so cool, wouldn't it? I think they're both twenty seventy Fox. Yes, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Die, yeah. Die hard. Die hard with. Die hard with Aliens. Yeah, I think you, know, you could do that. You could introduce so many crossovers without them having to exist or shoehorned into the same universe. Pred- I'm calling it now. Predator, Predator, and Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a fan trailer I want to see. This is my home, yeah. and I have to defend it. If he bleeds, we can <laughs> kill it. Wow, that's what I want to see. Macaulay Culkin, older, taking on the Predator. Taking on the Predator. That'd be, I think that's pretty damn fucking cool. Well, Shane Black's doing it now. You never know what could be. Well, there's um, delayed, but pushback, pushbacks, pushbacks. We'll see. It'll, it'll happen, I'm sure. It'll I'm sure it will, yeah. I should um, do it, man. I'm calling it that. I would love to see that. I want a studio to introduce a device... Home, home, alone, home Alone against Predator. Home Alone versus the Predator. Yeah. Um, but I, I reckon they should introduce a device... Look, the little skulls on the end of his fingers. That's Amazing. nice, man. Nice touch. Um, that allows them to, to interact in any film, but without having to worry about them existing in the same universe. Yeah. I'm calling it. That's what I would do. Yeah, look. Here they come. Look at this. Flying hoverboard. Are you things. being followed? Um... Over the top. Then Superman, uh, Superman, He-Man comes up. He's like, oh, shit! <laughs> Didn't see them coming. Oh. Oh, man. Courtney stupid, Cox needs... Does she need a... Bit. She needs her legs. Yeah. Sort it out. Yeah, it goes all gammy, doesn't it? Mm. But there you go. He's got the... Uh, he's got both the cosmic keys I'd now. still like... I'd still like Courtney Cox, even with the gammy legs, to be honest with you. <laughs> gammy legs um, and no gammy legs. See, this one, look. He-Man kicking and, like, punching stuff. He's... Looks, he Pretty. looks the businessman. I mean, it's like you say. Better. I mean, considering, you know, um, like I said, the original toys and stuff were based on a barbarian. Were pretty much like Conan knockoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Man versus He Man, as in Dolph Lundgren, mm-hmm. versus Conan the Barbarian, as in Arnie. Mm. That that would be some. That's, you oh, know. we got Expendables. They they fought in Expendables, didn't they? Oh no, it was Stallone and uh... Stallone and uh, yeah, Stallone versus Van Damme, Stallone versus um, Mel Gibson, and, and Stallone versus Austin are the two big fights. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Three big fights. Oh, oh, yeah. But that's what you've got, haven't you? You've got Conan and 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 uh, He Man. There you go. <laughs> I have to admit, for Frank Langella, this role consists a lot of sitting down. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, when it comes to the, the battle at the end, uh, they hand it off to somebody else. Yeah. He must have loved this. He was like, apart from the, the prosthetics, which were probably a pain in the ass, he's like, so what have I got to do? Well, you look menacing and you sit on a throne. I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I'm down for yeah. that. And you're going to pay me how much? <laughs> yeah. Oh Good man! Journey. So we got He Man has been taken prisoner. Yeah. Blade is very very happy because he's got a nice big sword. Yeah, he has his large weapon in his hand. He does. He's flashing. He's he's whapped his weapon out, and it's all. So he good. is flexing his weapon so, yeah. for all to see. Everyone is all very happy because now instead of just killing the hero there and then, they're going to take him away. 
<laughs> I like the fact I've always wondered this about American in America, like American films and stuff. Like, it's, I'm, sorry, I'm so sorry, but it's so slow for future <laughs> technology. Hoppers back down. Yeah, just going down. Going down. I'll be off then any minute <laughs> yeah. now. Any minute now. Just um, keep keep looking. Look over there. Yeah, don't, don't pay look, attention don't, here. There, don't nothing look here. to see. Don't look here. Um, so, the, yeah, this is, they're all trapped there now. They? they can't go save He-Man. Um, what was I going to say? I completely forgot now. It wasn't that important. You're going to come to my wedding, by the way. Your wedding? Yeah. You're going to be a He-Man themed wedding. Meg, Meg Foster, me and Meg Foster. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll come to that. If if, uh, if it was going to be a He-Man reunion. Yeah, well, um, you know. Oh, look, it's it's his cape. Yeah, he's left that behind. It must stink. Yeah, it, it must, must wasn't it? Be the smelliest, most awful, <laughs> stinkiest thing that you could stick on her. So she must be. That's why she. That's why she's a bit unconscious. It's just the smell's going to bring her back to he's life. Ra- he's wrapped it around. Like smelling like, salts. Oh jeez. Oh Jesus. There's the police out here going. Right, here's, uh, this is again like Lubick. He's brought all the police out, and they're going. No, we can't. We don't believe you. You're talking nonsense. Burning school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exploded music shop. Cars flipped over. The proof is in the pudding. And the fact that no one has mentioned all these shock troopers running around the streets and the police no. are like, you're talking crap. Oh, what's happened to the um, what's happened to the uh, uh, the soldiers that he's killed, the robots? They're probably lying around everywhere. I was going to say, oh, there yeah. must be bits of robot lying everywhere. Yeah. It makes, yeah. These police are crap. <laughs> I don't think I can love Courtney Cox anymore when she got a gammy leg like that. I just... You said, despite the gammy leg, oh, you so... would love her. Oh, all right, then. All right. What are the what are the from this era? Mm. Um, what are the live action sort of films of these sorts of franchisey things? Do you think are worth going back to? And we should probably do a commentary for in the future. So we've done He-Man now, and I really enjoyed watching this. Yeah, I've really enjoyed looking back at this. But what else do you think is worth looking at whilst we're thinking about this? Whilst they've got the downtime of discussing how to fix the uh, cosmic key, so they can all go back and save He-Man. Um, and creating the nonsense of uh, music, music La- is the universe labyrinth. Yeah, but no, I'm talking like based on based on something. So oh, okay. this is based on toys and a and a, and a film and on a cartoon. So it's got to be of, of this era. Then. Well, I'm just wondering because the, the thing that jumps to my mind is a couple of years later you had uh, Ninja Turtles. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Teenage that was that wasn't that was the nineties. That was wasn't it? Uh, Nineteen ninety, I think. Yeah. is the is the film. I mean, the cartoon was late eighties. They're mean. They're green, and they're on the screen. Yeah, that was a good film. Well, we will we'll do a commentary for that at some point, actually. Yeah, I don't have Ninja Turtles. And no, it's not something There's I've a Blu-ray of it as well. I've got to get that at some point. Ah, okay. The Secret of the Ooze, which is number yeah. two. <laughs> um. What other things? Oh, we should. We will do. We will do. Uh, uh, yeah, nineteen ninety. We will do labyrinth at some point. That's another. If we were gonna, we could do a. I could do. We could do some commentaries on like Jim Henson, Double Bill. Do. Oh, where, we should do. We should do. We should do a nineteen uh, eighties. It's a, a film from each of the years of nineteen eighty. Pick a year. Pick a year. You know, so you'd, you'd start nineteen eighty, then you do eighty one, eighty two, eighty three, eighty four, eighty five. Yeah. yeah. Fact, we'll sort of do that. We'll come well, plus we two next year now. We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we could do like Labyrinth and then Dark Crystal. Yeah, I've never seen Dark Crystal. You've not seen Dark no, Crystal? No, I watched helped. it the other day. Yeah, so it's on Netflix. Okay, uh, in yeah, high, yeah. In high yeah. That's well worth a watch. That is. That's a messed up film. That's brilliant. 
The only problem with Masters Universe is that we're not really saying a lot about the film. We're just well, talking. Well, the fact is, like I say, when the action's going on, when it's fun, it's fun. Yeah. When, when they're trying to explain stuff, it's this, like the, the pacing on this film is awful. Bullshit, bullshit, action, bullshit, yeah. bullshit, action, filler, bullshit, bullshit, yeah, action. Because yeah. <laughs> this is all filler. Like Meg Foster. The, the thing is, all of the Eternian characters, I mm. will watch. Man at Arms, Teela, He-Man, all the mercenaries, Evil Lynn, all that, I will watch. Yeah. When they're on screen, right, when they're talking about... I'm watching Teela right now. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. But the moment you introduce the human characters, yeah. like, it just grinds to a halt. Yeah. Like, at this point, this entire watching section... Watching All they're trying to do is talk about a way of getting back to Eternia, right? And they've mm-hmm. got this whole thing about... Oh, we've got this technology, and it's quite interesting because you, you know, this is again, you start learning how brilliant Gwildor is, and he can do all this stuff, and that's mm. what Gwildor's there for. But, but really, the human characters in this are just—they just kill the pace, like really do. Um, because it's like this bit, like you're back on a tourney now, and it looks amazing, and you know, you've got the great Skeletor chomping a bit, little pig man. Just learnt that, right? Mm. Competition winner. There was a competition. Oh yes, the pigman guy. Yeah, pig it, was, it was on the back of the toys. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. No, no, yeah. To win to get a, a, a part, a part in the film. in the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I remember. The, so I remember the competition. Yeah, yeah. So that's the winner. Ah. The little pigman who hands him his, his staff. Um, but I know that I know one fact. I can't remember the studio that this was filmed at. Mm. But the the they they um this the st- where this was set. The internal set of this, yeah, yeah. They, they knocked two, they knocked down the partition between two sound stages oh, and really? made one massive sound stage. And it was for about, I think, for about 20 years, the biggest sound stage so, in America for this bit for, for the castle for, for this film. For this film, wow. And it was the biggest sound stage in America. And I know this because I've been to the set, well, I've not been to the set, but I've been to mm. the I've been to the, the sound space. stage, yeah. And I remember that Masters Universe, it was because of Masters Universe they did it. Oh, really? Yeah, for well, the... it is a huge set. I mean, again, this is one of those things of... Where was the studio? I went to the studio. Yeah, let's, let's see who did it. It's... Uh... Let's find out. Um... It doesn't say. Because they had a set on there. They had a, uh, some, some different well, set. Well, it was MGM, oh. wasn't it? It's MGM that did this. So MGM in Canon. So the studio must be... MGM is Disney. Isn't it? MGM is sort of associated with Disney. Um, so it must have been one of theirs. Um, I went to a lot of places, you know. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, um, but I remember distinctively that it, them, them having that thing. I'm not sure if it's on IMDb or not, the, no, the information. Um, yeah, but no, this set, I mean, that's the thing, though. This set is a set. That's what's so impressive. Oh, yeah, it's a great set. I mean, this is like, nowadays, you'd probably build a part of it and then the rest would be CG and all that. But, like, you know, in this bit here, there's no matte paintings. All of this exists. This is a proper solid set, which is really impressive. I wouldn't say solid, but it's a set. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't push on the walls too much. Yeah, yeah. Or... uh, Don't breathe too hard. Yeah. And Skeletor, you know, don't actually sit in the chair. Yeah, yeah, If you just stand next to it, we'd appreciate it. (laughs) A beast beast man, don't shit on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Beast man, stop that. Shedding on the sofa, shitting on the floor. <laughs> Beastman is the worst person. You come to my house, you shit on my floor. That's right. Yeah. Uh, 
laser whip. Always a because you know because real real whips aren't aren't good enough in the in nope, the, in, nope. in, 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 in that space. She's loving whips. that, isn't she? Though she likes it. She likes a bit of S now. She's a dirty cow. Is she that really evil is? She's a dirty cow. She has a dungeon in her bedroom. Oh well, she goes to bed with nipple clamps on. You know. Oh, totally. So do I. <laughs> you know. Oh, there we are. See the you know. Who is is it? Is it? It's Detective Lubick, isn't it? So he must have some level of authority. Yeah, but then other coppers are treating him like a dick. But do you think? Like, do you think actually? Like, because it's only now, you know, he's seen stuff and he's tried to bring them in, mm. right? But like you say, they bring him out and they're all like, "Oh, Lubick, you pillock, what are you doing? Bring us out here." Do you reckon he's done this before? <laughs> Where he's had everyone like ramble out to some yeah. crazy shit. And yeah. Like, oh, oh crazy Lubick. He's, he's on the drink again. <laughs> yes. he's on the bottle. That's it. Have you been down? A, have you been down O'Reilly's bar again? Yeah. You nutter. Yeah, bold. You're bold. Uh, you're big bold fuck. Yeah. You prankster, you. <laughs> last time, what was it? Gremlins. Gremlins last time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he was in Gremlins, wasn't he? Was he in No, the... he wasn't in Gremlins. Oh, no, that was That's the other guy. That's a great thing of the magic. Yeah, or it'd be, uh, what was it? What you say, me? Hey, a DeLorean <laughs> flying through the air. You crazy yeah, fool. You're crazy, <laughs> you're crazy, bald-headed bastard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Compulsive liar. That's what Lupic is. Compulsive liar. He used to be a teacher in a different town, but he had to. He's on the run. <laughs> so is this is this mankiness going in, uh, going up her leg now? Is this is this spreading? I don't think they have the money for that. It just stays in one place, but it Does appears it? to be hurting. It's gone into a bloodstream. It's uh, it's gone to. Uh, I, I'd catch shit from her now, though, wouldn't I? I mean, yeah, it's just it's like... it. she's. Look, I love the fact that I never noticed that before then. But like, he man's getting whipped, and Skeletor's going, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like he's getting some. He's sort loving of, it, some it, pleasure with it. Yeah, yeah. He's getting a thrill out of it. It's all very, uh, yeah. You realise this is actually quite. There's a little bit of. There is a dark element to this, really. It gets a little bit oh, yeah. masochistic, doesn't it? Yeah. With all the uh, drones. I'm assuming because they already had the toys, um, you know, they never did film versions of the characters. Like I toys. don't think they did. No. I would love that if they'd have done that. They might do for the 30th anniversary. It might be some like you know we've. We've got them alien figures and stuff, haven't we? I suppose. So yeah, it might, it might I would be... love it if they did, like just just as a limited series, just six figures or something that was like He-Man, Masters of the Universe, like figures from the film. That'd be amazing. Do like a, uh, I'd want a Skeletor, a He-Man, uh, an Evil Lin, a Beastman, uh, a Lupic, <laughs> yeah, and um, a Stormtrooper. Just a trooper, just to serve. You've got one of those. That'd be quality that would, but then which which Skeletor would you want? Because you've got this Skeletor, but then you've got like the classic one. You've got well, no, I'm telling you this this version, but then you've got badass, um, helmeted. Oh, the gold one. Golden Skeletor at the end. You are gold. Also, this laser thing, this like laser light show, is clearly like a rip of Star Wars of that thing. It's sort of like he could be, you know, oh, a big blue face, um, Panto villain at the best. I just, I just love it. There you go. It's all coming. He's just, he's just, it's just James over, Bond. Yeah, he's just so over the top, is it? Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Moonraker. Nobody tells it better. <laughs> the reactions on their faces, though, so they're all amazed. Here he goes. This is badass. It's where he becomes 
badass Skeletor. I can feel the power running through me. Well, it's almost like you were there. I know, it was. Yeah. Oh. What character would you play? I want to be Beastman so I can have a shit in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who is, it, is that who would I play as me or would I be? who would I want to be? Who would you want to be in this? So I'd be Skeletor. I'd love to be Skeletor. Because you think about it, if I was Skeletor, I'd be like, He-Man, so uh, who are you, what are you doing then? What's all this shenanigans that's been yeah. going on? But He-Man's... No, I, I'm going Skeletor. to kill you now, you know? Yeah, you'd be very different from <laughs> I mean, Skeletor. Very, very posh even, <laughs> Skeletor. Even, uh, even Skeletor is... Uh, in the cartoon, he was manic. See, I normally get cast as like the handsome hero type characters, you know, and all the the muscle bound, you know, Prince well, Charming. Yeah, Prince Charming. But I I quite like to be a villain. I think this in this, it is so clear that uh, Skeletor is having the most fun. That he is clearly the one you want to be. Yeah. All the others are boring, really. Even He Man, like he's having a bit of fun, but you get to be this at the end. <laughs> yeah, this is. This is this is now. You get to wear Ming the Merciless's wedding attire, which is clearly what it is from Flash Gordon. This is camp. This is camp. Camp Skeletor now. Oh yeah, that thing must have weighed a ton on his head. Oh, it's got to be plastic, surely. Even plastic, that thing weighs a ton. Or like, a ton. They're like, don't, don't move your head too much because you're likely to get a neck injury. Yeah, maybe. That's maybe. How does Tila go to the toilet? Please, <laughs> Um, how does Tila get to the toilet? I don't know. I'm more interested in some of the others, like Blade. I'm still fascinated to how, do, how does Blade go to the toilet because I'm sure, I'm sure he's had a couple of trips to the uh, emergency room. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone got a tin opener? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's done it again. <laughs> don't tell me you were shaving. We all know what you were doing. You go. I mean that thing's that thing is mental. That helmet is so incredible. I mean That is yeah. And this is what I mean, like the designs on all of this is awesome. It's so incredible. It's it's just It's a very good budget, you know, it's very it's a very good um Well they, this is what I'm saying. I think the money is on the screen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they they have gone all out in certain parts. I mean that like the effects in some places, all right, they don't stand up throughout. But again, I'll say the makeup effects, the costumes in this. Um, I just get the feeling that Canon were banking on this film. Well, yeah, I mean, it's... This was their last big hurrah, wasn't it? They were really pushing the boat out. To they didn't make their money back, did they? That's the problem. Well, no, 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 but I think that was the point. That was what they were aiming for. This was going to be the franchise that could have saved them. I think they were seeing this as a... Yeah. Getting at least, you know, a couple of films out of this. Oh, there we are. Whoa, kill him. Yeah. Kill him. See, this is He-Man, He-Man kicking ass now. He's pretty um, cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. See, Lupix's reaction at this point is what I would have been like. Like, what is going on? This is some crazy-ass shit. Everyone else is like, nah, it's just... This is just a laser gun battle. <laughs> and the thing is, you know, he stays in Eternia, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, so it's like... Oh. Don't blame him. 
and he's just as pervy. If you watch him at the end, he's like, you're going to stay. He's like, you bet your ass I am. Look at these fiddies. Yeah, man. Look at all these bitches I've got now. <laughs> yeah. The only, the only, the only, the only poo-tang I can get back on my planet is underage. That's right. Like, yeah, he's clearly like, I can't get ass at home, so I'm staying here because... Uh, I can get laid. Yeah, that's all. That's the only thing that keeps it. I've got a castle and I'm getting some pussy. That's, <laughs> that's what it boils down to. Lupic is all about the pussy. <laughs> it's it's really shit, isn't he? You know, Skeletor is just like he just waits until. Well, wait, but why wouldn't he? Because he's got his entire army. So, like, he doesn't have to get his hands dirty. He can just sort of use his force powers. <laughs> the Emperor can just use his force powers and wait for the Stormtroopers to do their job. And Evil Inn is doing jack shit. Well, she's, done a, look, she's done a runner. She's just standing there. No, she's just standing there looking, isn't she? She's not doing it. She hasn't done a runner yet. She's there with Beastman. Oh, okay. She's next, next. No, not yet. Not quite. Oh, okay. Not quite. Here you go. This is uh, his flexing moment. All gold. Force powers. <laughs> Sith, Sith Lord. <laughs> yeah. We need him. We need him all in black because he's evil. No, well, we can't do that, can we? What well, if he has a breathing problem? No, we can't do that either. <laughs> can we put him all in gold? Oh yeah, yeah no, well, we can do that. that. that now, now we're talking. Have we had any gold villains before? Uh, Goldfinger? No. 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 <laughs> Darth Skeletor. No, we'll be all right. We can do we can do gold. Yeah. You know? Surely has a Star Trek villain gold. No, we don't worry about that. Oh look, she's got a very she even even she's changed her top. The boop things are all gold. That's what I'm saying, they're all, all changing costumes. Sparkling. Hey, hey. Good, good swinging. Yeah. Even the good. decors. The decors changed to gold as well. It's quite nice, isn't well, it? Well that's it. If you're gonna here we go. Come on, get the sword. Fight the power. Fight the power. Because you do do you know what? If you're gonna fight the power do you know what you can say? Here we go. I have the power. Amazing. And Skeletor goes, oh, I'm fucked. Yeah. You. This is why I think they had the helmet and all this other stuff. So that they could now change it to yeah. Blade and nobody notices. So it's like Frank Langella, Frank Langella, Blade. Yeah, or a, whatever his name that's was. That's a brilliant helmet. I'd love that helmet. It's just, just you, on do you display. Reckon, do, do you reckon that's, yeah, do you reckon someone's got that somewhere? Oh, totally. Totally, yeah. Someone's got the staff as well, haven't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping it's, look, I love the fact that the lighting now is all really dramatic and also probably designed to hide the fact that that's not Frank Langella in that costume. Yeah. Because um, now it's like, this would be an awesome music video. Yeah. Here we are. Born to be free, we're the princes of the universe. <laughs> only, only in key. I'm in tune, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna apologise for being a terrible. No, I'm, I was, I was, I was, but, I was just following your tones, yeah. and I was just but like, you know oh, what? this is the wrong. Do you know what? Just, this would actually play <laughs> awesome to the Highlander soundtrack. But have you noticed with this fight? What's he gonna do? He's got a staff. He'd, he'd it's a staff he'd, against a sword. Well, he'd just beat the crap out of him, wouldn't he? He'd get him on the ground. Oh, he'd give him a good pummel you in. broke my staff. And now he's, he's lost his cosmic powers. No. He's lost his... Uh, yeah. He's lost his force powers. He's just back to being regular old Skeletor. Oh. Skeletor. It's, it's You're over. so money supermarket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had a sword in the first place. So we had a sword, just decided not to use it. What a dick! <laughs> and also, yeah, and also as well, he did all that jumping this around with the sword so, by yeah. his side. Can I say that the lighting of the, in this bit now was so 
that was so sort of uh, Return of the Jedi kind of. Yeah, and so is that the Emperor going down? Falling down, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's going to be a bit of a bit of light. But he falls all this way. Yeah. And you, I mean, you don't fall, but you know, there's a a, um, before Marvel ever did it. Yeah. There's an end credit sequence on this. Did you not know there's an no, end credit sequence? No, I didn't sequence? know that. We are going to see the end credit sequence no of way. He-Man. Did you not? Oh, okay. No, I never knew that. So before Marvel did it and before all that, yeah, you're going to see one. Okay. Is that charging, by the way? Yeah, yeah it's charging. Okay. Um, so you've now got relief. Look, look, he's thinking, oh my God, it's over. I don't have to act anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at his hair. See, I what's this? Is that call up ping dig lubic? Does that mean yeah, get yeah. get the lube? Oh, yeah. Look, look. He's got himself a nice is costume, it? and he's yeah. got some eighties. But I'm glad to see that even all the way across the universe, eighties yeah. hair still flies with no bra on and a nipple clearly on show. I yeah. mean, that's just disgusting. No, well, well, no wonder he's staying. Yeah, I'd stay. He's, you know, he's na- he's nailed. He's already had some. Yeah, totally. Um, clearly, there was no urgency. About what do you mean you're fifteen? I don't matter. I don't yeah. matter. Clearly, there was no urgency about getting a home though. These two home. Um, because everybody else has gone off, had a wash, got some new clothes on. You know, they've all been healed up. He-Man's had his hair done. <laughs> all right? They all seem, apart from these two, right? these two are still in their scruffy yeah. tactical gear. He-Man's got himself some nice gold. Look, look at these shiny gold shoulder pads. But Courtney Cox and Paris, they've not they've not even had a chance to have a bath or anything. They're just sort of well, left no. in their scruffy clothes. And also as well as that Paris as well. What happens to poor old Paris? Because now you know he was he was now she's got He Man is her is her squeeze now. And now, Who has? Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. No, is getting, she's getting sent back to Earth. This next bit is where this film Right? Lick it. Lick his nipple. (laughs) She's right next to it. Just lick it. This this part of this film is where my head starts to bend all over the place. Okay. Because it goes into Back to the Future territory. Um, So, Gwildor is now explaining that, well, this is a cosmic key. It can do all of this shit. It can go forwards and backwards in time. It can go across the universe. I can send you anywhere. Even to before your parents were killed. Right. What the fuck? So that's what you just said. So you can go anywhere, and they're sending them back. Okay. Give Gwildor a little kiss, because you know, like you would give that ugly little like. Look at it. The makeup's amazing, but seriously, hideous little face. Luffy's like, yeah, bye. I'm off to get my balls sucked. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's gonna have her tongue in my ass later on. Um, goes back. Stick a tuba ass. There we are. Yeah. Um, now, all every other time they've yep. gone through, every other time it's just been a tunnel. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A black, like a tunnel. Through, now it's a time through, machine. Now it's a time machine. And not only does it take her back through space and time, but it resets her to waking up in different clothes and all this other stuff. So the cosmic key now has different powers. Yeah. That they could have used at the start of the film. Yeah. So at some point, Gwildor could have said, oh, "Well, yeah, this is a time traveling device as well. So if you want to go defeat Skeletor, <laughs> I can take you back to the start of all this fight, and uh, I can help you with that." Yeah. Never mentioned. Not what the mention was. However, she now stops her parents from being killed. Yeah, 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 yeah. But not the other people on the plane. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, no, because it's a private plane. It was just them two flying a little jet. Uh, okay. A little Cessna kind of thing. Right. That's the point. Those two don't go on the plane. They don't die. 
Okay, yeah. so she's no longer going to go to New Jersey. So at no point is she then visiting the grave. So they never find the cosmic key. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so the all film this... never happened. Yeah, so everything didn't happen. So now it's like a timeline. It's like a paradox, isn't Boom. it? Boom! My head. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. well, if they didn't find the cosmic key, did the film happen? Does somebody else find it? Does it happen in a different way? Does he man even ever come to Earth? I don't know. Like. They appear to have completely changed the film. Yeah, it's completely and absolutely gone. However, uh, this is no, that's what I'm saying. But they still they still remember each other now. Like, so still these like... two, well, these two were always screwing, but they but they remember everything. They remember everything that's happened. They remember, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's happened? But they're now going to have to live through because her parents died months ago. Yeah, but then but then Slacker is still there though. Strickland. Strickland, exactly. So is Strickland in? The, have they created a brand new? timeline is the two stricklands the two stricklands now wow. so if, he, if this never happens he never goes to live on Eternia. yeah yeah like i don't it doesn't look but they still know about Eternia. he-man still apparently happened yeah okay so the film ends master of the universe yeah right with a t- so they've done it it's a good sci-fi fantasy 80s you know Good film, I like it. Yeah, John Cipher. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. doing. He's still going as well. John Cipher is. But the end of the film becomes a time travel paradox. Yeah, they kind they of screw up everything off. they've just done. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it go back in time, screw- be with your parents, and we will be fucked. Yeah, but it also screws up this end credit sequence. So let's just fast forward through this because no one else is going to sit through the credits whilst we're talking. So let's just. Fast forward a little um, bit. I'll see can. what I can it's just down see here. what I can do. There we are. Okay. So let's just jump. So we're watching this bit. on the PlayStation, so it's a bit of a yeah a fickle system, really. Oh, hang on. All right. So let's oh. just jump forward. So we're now questioning: Did all of this happen? Oh, hang on, mate. I can't do that. Oh, okay. We're gonna have to sit through it then. Um, while we're waiting for this, then let's give it let's give it a score out of ten for this eighties. Oh, hang on. There okay. we are. For this eighties classic. Not eighties classic, but this sort of cult classic from the eighties. What what would you give it out of ten? Oh, it's, um, oh, hang on, can I just? Sorry, I'm I'm just for, for the you folks. I'm just fiddling with the titles at the moment. I'm trying to get the trying the to get titles. the same credit Yeah. So what would you give it out of ten though? I would say. Oh, I'd say six out of ten. I'd agree. I think it's a pretty good six out of ten. Yeah. It's not amazing. You know, I might only revisit this every couple of years. It's every every five on... years, I yeah, think. Yeah. I'd, I'd watch every five years. It's, like uh, that. it's worth having on Blu-ray. It's quite good for... Is, is very... Here we go. You've missed it now. Go back. Go back. What have you done? Oh, no. Do you need, oh, me, do you no. need me to explain it? He comes, he, he comes out of the pool of water. So the pool of water, he falls out. Skeletor's head comes out of the water... Um, basically saying I'm not dead. Right. Okay. So Skeletor get... is alive and clearly going to come back for a possible sequel. But that tells me then that he was thrown off the bridge and he did go down there. So everything did happen. Yeah. So. So it did happen. So her parents, <laughs> her parents are not really dead. So no. her parents don't die. So what I now no. want to see the film uh. of how they got to that point with her parents alive. Yeah. It's all very confusing, very isn't it? Confusing. Very confusing. They've completely screwed the pl- pooch on that one. They have a little bit, haven't they? There's a massive, massive plot hole in Masters of the Universe. Yeah. 
But you know, I mean, it's 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 a good film, and it is. it's a shame that they spent so much money making it because they could have made the money back and it being a success. Yeah, yeah. But like the production value, you can't take anything away from it. The costumes are great. Well, look, you can see that the money's on screen. The set was great. The the money is in the sets. The money is in the costuming. Mm. Um, you know, Dolph Lundgren. I don't know. Before this, he'd pretty much done Rocky Four. And a couple of other smaller films. So yeah. he wasn't a big name. There's, there's no big names in the cast, so the money's probably not gone there. Oh, Meg Foster was a pretty good, pretty big name yeah, to not, get. Not, not like a list. You're not talking like a list stuff, are you? Really? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think at, at this time, I think she'd done a pretty a few good ones, but I mean, I'm not sure 100. percent But mm. she was certainly a name by this stage, yeah. you know. But um, but the rest of them, not not really. Yeah. You know. So really. So she, the money's clearly spent on the special effects, costume, oh, yeah. and everything else. Yeah. So six out of ten. I think it's a good. I think it's a good. Uh, yeah. Thing. I think was, it's a good. Was, one. was it worth the revisit? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I'd forgotten a lot about the film. I think because it was mm. good to sort of like rehash and rethink, and then also think of my adventures with my He-Man figures when I was yeah, yeah, when yeah. I was a puppy. Yeah. You know, and uh, but I I think it was. Um, Especially when Mattel based it more on the toys and TV series, I think they should have had Trapjaw because it was the biggest selling yeah, toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trapjaw and Beastman were my favourite characters. Yeah, t- exactly. So I mean, the, and as I say, the sequel. I'm sure the sequel was supposed to be Trapjaw anyway, mm. a cyborg. So. So let's have a think then. We've got uh, so this month the commentaries have been. I've, you've joined me for Masters of the Universe. It's been really good fun. I was previously joined by my friend Kim to do. Child's Play one. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, okay. she, had, she hadn't seen it before, so we went through that. So what should we do in the next month that we're doing this? Yeah. Is September. So we'll be back in September for some more alternate commentaries. Right. Okay. What sort of things? What do you think we should do? Have a th- Gosh. Anything you want to see? I'm thinking. Do we go even more obscure, and go for like other failed franchises? Tank Girl, Super Mario Brothers, Street Fighter. I love Tank Girl. Tank Girl was great. Street Fighter. Mm. Something like that. Or because we've got something... I'm trying to do something a little special for for the Halloween October. Do we do horror films a little early and do them in September? Oh. Break the mould. Yeah, why not? Think outside the box. Should Should we do that? Should we do horror a little early? Yeah, okay. Let's do... We'll do Halloween and horror early. American Werewolf. Oh, you call, you want to do American Wealth? Yeah, I'm calling the American Wealth. You may do. All right, that's it then. So that's one we're done. One down. Yeah, yeah. American, American Wealth in London. London. Totally. I'll have a look at what else we're going to do. All right. Well, thank you very much, guys. Um, Mike, man of letters. Uh, how can people Indeed. find you? Um, yeah, you can email me at if you want someone wound up or some company wound up or some idea for a company. You can do uh, Mike at manofletterspodcast.com. Uh, we're on Facebook, Man of Letters is on Facebook, it's on Twitter, it's mm-hmm. on Instagram. Yeah, just type in Man of Letters podcast, you'll find everything everywhere on Google and all shit like that. It's great. Cool. Good fun. It is. And if you want to contact us about any of these, or if you want to see, you make a suggestion for a future show or a future commentary, uh, let us know. That's uh, at 20th Century Geek on Twitter, 20th Century Geek uh, at gmail.com, and visit the website, which is 20th Century Geek.com. Uh, thank you very much, guys. Hope you enjoyed it, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>